Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good evening, everyone, as we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I'm Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres with the night off tonight. So much to get to on a busy Saturday. What are you, you talking be- about night off? I got to carry you for an, for not only 3 hours for that extra fourth hour, we're in for Bernie Fratto tonight, uh, and I, I I think America collectively would have turned this whole thing off if I wasn't in. What are you talking about? Give me the night off. I I didn't know you were coming in. You didn't answer any of my texts all day today, as I was texting you like a madman. I I'm like, oh, I guess Torres isn't coming in tonight. I'm guessing. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to take yeah. people behind the scenes and how the show prep goes yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, take me behind the scenes, yeah, too, I, please. I, I would love to. Yeah, what, yeah, what yeah basically please. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear this one. Ar- Arnie starts texting uh, our producer and I, Eric Roberts. Uh, Thursday. About Tuesday, about 10 a.m. Yeah, Eastern yeah. time. Keep in mind, okay, we Eastern, live on the yeah. West Coast, okay? So what? Let's get up, people. Yeah. Let's wake up. So, yeah. So we're talking about Tuesday. We didn't even have the NBA back. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, you know, I start to, uh, and then if we That's because oh, I know what's oh, going to happen okay. before it happens. So I'm already wanting that. It, get it off my chest. If we don't respond within 30 seconds, we get angry texts back. Yeah. And then when I yes. try to contribute things to the rundown. Don't want to hear it. All of a sudden, the texts go unanswered. 
Yeah. So, you know, today I just felt like, one, we have sports back. It's not as though we have no shortage of things to talk about. And two, let's be honest, you really don't care what I have to say anyway. It's not going to change your rundown. So, uh, yeah. All right, I'll give you that. I, I don't care. What, but, but at least I'm Fair. pretending. At least I'm pretending to care. You know the, what I mean? At least I'm making the effort here. The one thing I will say about yeah. you, Arnie, is I just respect that you openly are just like, yeah, I don't really. Yeah. I, I was I doing this. Listen, 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 you little pipsqueak. I've been yeah. doing this show since before you were born in this time slot. I don't need your your opinions you on know, the Lakers or the Raptors. It's funny you mention and call yourself the little pipsqueak. Um, I was listening to uh, uh, Brian No introduce us and said, yeah, Artie Spaniard, the stinking genius, and Aaron Torres. I'm like, Torres doesn't have a nickname. The little pipsqueak might be good. I, I, that that could be a good nickname. That could stick a little bit. Uh, how about... How about the, the you brain? don't like that you don't like that one huh? the brains behind this operation the looks behind this operation that, isn't that a little lengthy the, isn't that a little he's Aaron the, the guy, brains behind the situation Torres that's a little lengthy Aaron the guy that has extended Arnie Spanier's career by another couple of years Torres I think that has a nice ring to it oh my goodness that the, that would take up the whole hour if we did something like that and just introducing you yeah the the thing is that the bosses you know they're not really sure who exactly I do this show with but. Uh, they know that you exist, so I thought it. You know that way we could kind of work in the fact that uh, you know we're acknowledging you, and the bosses kind of know who you. Are. I don't know. I'm just saying. It sounds. It's got a nice little ring to it. Rolls right off the tongue. No, it doesn't. We'll have to think of a nickname for Torres tonight. Uh, if you want to have a little fun with that, I'm waiting to hear that. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Let's get at it. Uh, John Paul Morosi going to join us at 20 past the hour. We got a lot of baseball to get to also. First, though, my Lakers down by 10, 231 left in the game here. First of all, how have you felt now? I, I, I've like at point times I've been overwhelmed. Times I've early in the day, I've forgotten that the NHL was getting in the full swing. I just love everything. I'm watching hockey. I'm watching baseball. I'm, I'm watching NBA. I, I feel like a guy that I was in, uh, on an island like Tom Hanks. You, you don't. You didn't watch. I, I've seen oh. Castaway. That you're, yeah. you're, you have the same uh, brain density yeah. of the volleyball. Wow. Hey, Arnie. I, Arnie. Yes. Hey, yes. how you doing? Bobo, Good. checking in. Uh, um, I've heard of you. Yes, Bobo. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Um, I need you to stop doing that. Do what? what? I, the, Do what? The, the My Lakers thing. I have to listen to that every Sunday. I'm here on Saturday. I don't want to hear wow, that tonight. Wow, but I'm rooting for my team. Okay, just please, as a friend or as an Do you have $20? Elder, yes, I do have $20. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm giving it to you, but I do wow. have it. Well, Venmo it to you, Arnie. Do you know what Venmo what? is? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, 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 he does. Wow. Know. We might have to wow. Western Union it. Yeah. Do you, do, do you, you still take hard checks, don't you? You know honest? I have to root for the Lakers since I'm a no, Knicks fan. Please don't. I'm, I'm surprised because you're like 10 minutes from Canada. I thought you'd be rooting I'm, for the Raptors here. I'm, I'm not five minutes into the show already. Bobo's got to go ahead and get sick at me already. I'm just because you do that and you just you curse us. Just don't no. do it. Well, I, I'll I'll keep that in mind, but I'm still going to say my Lakers. But uh, overall, I forget the point I was going to make for crying out loud. I just love that everything's back. Oh yeah, like I said, I feel like Tom Hanks um, was I was on the island eating nothing but coconuts. Now I'm off the island and I'm just stuffing my face at a buffet. Yeah. I love all this great well, stuff. I, I will say I agree with you 100, percent Arnie. And I can't even tell you. The last time that I have watched a hockey game, and I was so fired up. <laughs> I woke up this morning. It was like eight twenty. I put on the hockey pregame. 
into the hockey game, into the NBA. Uh, I'm with you. It was funny. I was filling on the odd couple last night. I went home. I watched the end of that Mavs-Rockets game. Uh, Don't normally watch a lot of regular season NBA. I'm watching baseball. I'm 100% with you. This four, five-month period without sports made me appreciate this stuff so much more. Uh, And I'm with you. Whatever's on, I'm putting it on. It's unbelievable. So – you were filling in on the odd couple. I guess my invitation must have must have been lost for Again, one of the fill-ins, huh? Th- the bosses don't know who you are. They, wow! They, they just they say, Aaron, who's that guy that you work with again? I say, Arnie, he's a really— No. Arnie, that, that that's not it. it, because I heard Rob Parker say something like, oh, we can't have Arnie on the show anymore. He's just—you know, when he comes on, he's just too tough on us. And the Broussard's like, I know, he's just too tough on us. Don't put him on the show. Yeah, that was that. That was a little um, racist. That, wow! What? Oh my goodness! You are ignorant. Why? Why? That that didn't sound good. You didn't think that sounded like them? No. It was yes, it did. It wasn't terrible, but yeah, it was uh, close. I I should add they did invite me on the odd couple. I actually could not or they they did invite me on the hot seat this week. I couldn't make it. I'm sure your invitation got lost on that as well. So. Wow. But wow. the point being sports are yeah. back and yes, I I went home and I made it a priority to watch that Rockets Mavs game. It it's Arnie, isn't it awesome? I mean in all seriousness. Uh, put aside the fact that the bosses don't know who you are. Isn't it just I mean from the moment you wake up until the moment you go to bed, we're here on the West Coast. We just had a 7.30 uh, local time, 10.30 Eastern hockey start. Right, Isn't right. 10.30 Eastern. That's amazing. Isn't this great? It feels like forever that you have uh, you and I have done a show um, where a game has ended before we've come on or yeah. a game has been played. Well, it's been, what, four or five? I don't even know, four or five months anymore. I, I can't even tell you the times anymore. It's, it's it's just one big blurb. You know what I mean? It, it's such a blur that doesn't it almost feel like I June said blurb. Now? What am I you, knuckle at there? Go ahead. <laughs> this is why you're fired. But um, <laughs> does it, it feel, it, it's been so long that it, I feel like it just feels like June. Like it just, oh, we have, we have basically the basketball playoffs, the hockey playoffs, and baseball going. And we're two months past June. That's how long this uh, oasis without sports has been. Is that a right? No, oasis isn't the right word. Well, that's okay. We're both using good words tonight. Yeah. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Let's start with this tonight. And we're going to keep our eye on my Lakers, who are down by 16. So it's not looking good with 127 left. Uh, Major League Baseball, they've been warned now. Um, I was a little nervous about this when this came out about 24 hours ago, saying baseball better get together and better get its act together, or uh, they're not going to make it through the end of the season. People on Twitter, a lot of uh, you know insiders like, hey, this thing could end Monday if, if this isn't careful. Um, I kind of think we're back on track. I know we've had, what, three, four games canceled today. One was a makeup doubleheader, I believe. But um, I think we're kind of back on track with Major League Baseball. We've kind of hit a, 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 a speed bump is, a, you know, underrated there. Maybe something bigger than that. But I, I think we're back on track here. I was a little worried about this 24 hours ago. Yeah, no, it was interesting because, again, you know, I was filling in in the odd couple. I, I am wow. uh, Fox Sports. You're, just, I, I'm you're the gonna sweeter. rub that in all night. Yeah, wow. I was working with a real professional, Chris Broussard. He was excellent. It was nice for a change. And uh, but we were on air basically when that story broke. That Manfred went to the uh, MLB Players Union and basically said, "If you guys don't get your act together, we're gonna pull you off the field." Even then, I felt like it was a little bit of a threat. I didn't believe that they were actually there yet. 
Uh, obviously, look, they have to get it in check. The guys have to be responsible when they leave the ballpark. We know what happened with the Miami Marlins. But, yes, it does feel like they're going to soldier on and they're going to keep going as long as they can because there's a lot at stake if they don't. However you felt yesterday, do you feel more confident today or were you just confident overall yesterday that this isn't going to be a problem? Uh Confident that it wasn't going to be a problem in that we're not going to get more tests or just that they're no, not that, going to that they weren't going to end the season on Monday is what really what yeah. I was worried about. Yeah, where where do you stand? Because I really when I read it, it yeah. felt like a threat by the commissioner to the players to basically get their stuff together. Did you read it that way or no? I I felt that if there was one more problem, one more t- today or Sunday. Um, one more team having to cancel, one more team uh, coming up with three, four, five, uh, a positive test, one more problem, and we might have been, we might have had to shut this thing down on Monday. Now I feel uh, completely different about that because we've been good today. I think we'll be okay tomorrow, and we'll get through this speed bump. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling confident that we knock wood, we should be able to get by these 60 or whatever games we're playing. I have no idea at this point, who's going to play how many games, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I think what it goes back down to is, is that the, all these commissioners, whether it's Rob Manfred, whether it's Adam Silver, the guy who runs golf said this weeks ago, they have been expecting positive tests. And I think that's what the public needs to understand is, yes, we want to keep this under control. Yes, we wish that nobody tested positive ever, but especially for the non-bubble sports, that's just not realistic to expect that nobody is going to test positive at any point. And so to me, uh, I give the league credit for soldiering on. I give them credit for pushing forward. I don't think that as of right now there is reason to cancel the season, postpone the season, whatever. I just think this is an inevitability. It's awful. It stinks. We wish nobody tested positive. But again, when you're not in a bubble, when you're traveling, when you have guys on airplanes, hotels, some of them acting irresponsibly like the Marlins guys were in Atlanta a few weeks ago, this stuff is going to happen. Yeah, but even with that, Aaron, I still don't think the um, the whole city thing, you know, where like half the teams play in Florida and half the teams play in Arizona, I, I don't think that would have worked. I And I don't think, obviously, we couldn't have done the bubble. So I don't think the quarantine would have worked. I think this was our best option. When it comes to baseball, yes, NBA looks fantastic. We'll get to that later on. The NHL, Knockwood, they're looking good. And a matter of fact, they, they I, I feel like they just picked up where they just left off. Um, but, you know, baseball, I thought, was their best option of, of, of the what we ever had left, you know? Yeah, and listen, I just think that with baseball, um, as far as not being in a bubble or even the Florida-Arizona kind of dual bubble, the players didn't want it. And, and, and that is one thing that is a little bit frustrating. I saw Trevor Bauer, who seems to have uh, itchy fingers on Twitter, he was chirping today <laughs> about Rob Manfred doesn't care. It's like, Rob Manfred, you guys refuse to go to a bubble. And when you refuse to go to a bubble, when you refuse to be away from your family, when you said that you don't want to be away from your family for that long, which, by the way, is only three months because you're playing a 60-game regular season, right? this was going to be the reality. And so... Um, Listen, I wish nobody tested positive. It, it obviously stinks, but like I said, this was an inevitability when they decided to go outside the bubble, and you just hope that the cases stay at a minimum going forward. Let me ask you this. How about somebody like Mike Trout, who is now with his wife because she had just had a baby? I believe they won today, so they're 2-6. and six. What happens when he's ready to come back? They're 2-13. and 13. Um, Does he say, you know what? I think now's a good time to say, 
I'm not coming back. Time for me to opt on out. I have a new kid. Uh, my wife obviously needs my help. Uh, we're 2-13 and 13 in a, what's supposed to be a 60-game season. What am I doing? I'm not getting full salary anyway. And, of course, he'll probably leave a lot on the table because he's making uh, his whole contract was $420 million. But does he say, I think I'll opt out? And, and Or does he hold off as long as possible to take as much money as possible, then opt out? Or does he come back? You tell me. Well, it was interesting. I don't know if you saw this, but Lorenzo Cain, the uh, starting center fielder yes. for the, the Brewers, uh, yeah. opted out today. And I do wonder if some of the older guys, as this season goes on, one, if positive tests continue to rise, but two, as teams start to get eliminated or close to eliminated, if they just say that, if they just decide to opt out, but with Mike Trout, I mean, it sounds like he's going to be back. But, yeah, I mean, if the if the Angels go on a yeah. five- or six-game losing yeah. streak when he's gone, you wonder yeah. if he's really winning. Ask him at that point. Yeah, yeah. Ask him if they're 2-12, um, how fast he's going to come but, back. Yeah, go ahead. Did you hear his son's name, by the way? No, no, I didn't. Wonderful name. I forget his first name, but his oh, middle name. Oh, good way to go. You know his name. I forgot his first name. What well, doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. He's going to go by his middle name, which is Aaron. Phenomenal. Uh, our, I thought, you did, I thought our his board name was going to be like Rainbow. Our board op uh, is also an Aaron. And so really, uh, again, once again, it's nice to work with some good professionals like Bobo, like Eric Roberts you, uh, tonight. You didn't hear that. I said the middle name is Rainbow. It was a bad joke. That's why you didn't hear I, it. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't get it. I'm wasting my good material on you guys. Why? Does uh, Mike Trout like Skittles or what's the deal? Taste the rainbow? I, I don't I don't Rainbow get it. Trout? Rainbow? That is so bad. Listen, first of all, it's not funny, one. And two, if I don't get it, then it's definitely not funny. So He's Aaron Torres. Yeah. I'm Marty yeah. Spanier. You can reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Sinking Genius One. John Paul Morosi, our MLB insider. He's coming up next right here on Fox Sports our Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier here on Fox Sports Radio. Did you know that right now Geico's offering an extra 15% credit? On car, motorcycle, and RV policies, that's 15% on top of what GEICO could already have saved you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit GEICO.com to learn more. I wish my brother would have had GEICO. We had the bail on an RV. I'll tell you about that later on. (laughs) Let's get right to our guest. Joining us now, our MLB insider, John Paul Morosi. JP, thanks for stopping by and... Right off the bat, were you a little nervous about 24 to 48 hours ago? They said, you better clean up your act, or we're not going to have some baseball. What did you think about that? Arnie, Aaron, good evening. Uh, well, certainly uh, we are very much in a day-by-day universe in so many ways in life in general, but certainly in this uh, endeavor of the 2020 MLB season. And uh, I think if you're a player, coach, manager, staff member, broadcaster, journalist, anybody connected to baseball, you realize now uh, more than ever, uh, given what's happened with the Marlins and also the Cardinals, that uh, adhering to the protocols every day is of paramount importance if we're going to get through anything close to a 60-game season. So, uh, yes, there have been disruptions. There have been postponements. Basically, uh, about 20% of the league has been idled by uh, various uh, COVID protocols in the last several days. But they're still playing baseball, and I do think the message from the commissioner has been very firm that uh, as a sport, uh, we must all do better uh, if this season is going to be able to be a successful one. Do you think, JP, that the Marlins situation was a wake-up call to guys across the league that, hey, this is serious, we can't screw around, we can't be out at bars at night after games, stuff like that? I think so, Aaron, and and it should be noted, uh, and, and Ken Rosenthal wrote about this today, along with Evan Drellick at The Athletic, that it's not entirely clear uh, precisely what happened with the Marlins outside of uh, there being a, a a breach of protocol. And it could have been potentially as simple as, congregating at the hotel without masks on or congregating indoors at at the hotel. The the reality is the whole schedule and the way the days are structured in terms of uh, preparation time at the ballpark and and when players are supposed to arrive and and buses and planes on, on the way to and from venues, there's a reason that all of that has been very thoughtfully put together. And it's all designed around not spending time around each other unless you absolutely have to. So you should not be going, uh, obviously, to the hotel bar or even to each other's rooms to hang out and talk after a game. That that should not be happening. Uh, it really, uh, you should be staying apart as much as possible. Go back to the room, stay stay in your own separate bubble here for these two months, and, and get through it collectively. That is now the job of being a major league player and if there was any ambiguity whatsoever uh that is now gone should be gone because it, it is apparent to me uh the the seriousness and it should be apparent to all the players of what you must now do every day 
What, what about the, the, the games? Everybody's not going to play 60. Matter of fact, some teams are going to play maybe, what, 54, 55? I don't even know at this point. What, what are we going to do there after that? Are we just going to try to figure out mathematically, or will that even be a factor? Well, it's a great question, Arnie, and uh, we don't know yet, first of all. I think where MLB is at right now is they're going to do the best they can to play as many games as they can and and have the, the overall season be as fair as possible. We've already seen the move to the seven-inning doubleheaders uh, yeah. of each game. I think that's a good move, just to try to get it in as many games as possible. What I believe will happen, and it's just, just my belief, uh, you can call it educated guess, I suppose, is that yeah. by the end of September, uh, the commissioner will say, listen, for all teams that have been able to play at least this number of games, now maybe that number of games is 40, maybe it's 50, maybe it's 55, all teams that have reached this threshold of games we're going to have uh, the, the winning percentage uh, ranking, and as we know that it's now an eight-team playoff in each league, and uh, once you've hit that number of minimum games, you are uh, a qualifying team to be in the mix, to have your winning percentage be ranked against the others, and the, the top eight seeds in each league make it who have played a certain number of games. I believe that's going to be the way this goes, and in terms of what that threshold number is, I believe it's going to depend upon uh, just how feasible it is to get through and how many other teams must have a hiatus such as the Marlins have had. They are now going on uh, a week. It's been a week since their last game, uh, and, and they are not going to play Monday either, a uh, scheduled off day. Uh, the hope is that they can resume on Tuesday, but that's a week of your schedule gone, and uh, so that really knocks them down to the low 50s at the very best for their season here in 2020. JP, by the way, first thing, uh, Canadians just won three to two over the Penguins Woo! in overtime. How you Woo! how you liking the, the the NHL bubble so far, and what's the response from that one? Well, Aaron, it's a, it's a great point. Uh, thanks for updating me there on the Habs and the Penguins. Uh, <laughs> we, we get in the cup back to Montreal. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> My other favorite sport. They, they, they scored early uh, in, in that game on uh, Pittsburgh's Matt Murray, uh, and I was impressed by the way the Habs played, I think, with a lot of energy, and, and really we're, we're seeing in the NHL as well, young teams playing well so far today. The, the Blackhawks, I thought they had put together a very good effort against Edmonton as well. But I think overall, uh, very strong uh, in terms of the, the, the testing procedures there with the National Hockey League, going with the two bubbles in Canada. Again, a little different situation where you're able to go with uh, uh, the, the indoor venue. You're only worried about half of the league, of course, uh, having uh, or roughly half of the league having qualified for this, uh, this round here. So I think overall the system is working well. Uh, different, I think, the model than, than what baseball is seeing. And I think, obviously, uh, candidly, it's been more successful. Uh, I think they were set up for success because, of course, the, the players are there in a country that has a much lower rate of transmission than what we have right now here in the States. But I think, by and large, a very strong start to their season, their postseason there in the National Hockey League. JP, um, someone like Mike Trout said he'll come back, but can you imagine if the Angels are like 2-12 and 12 or something, does he opt out? Is it too late to opt out at that point? Does he say, I think I'll just call it a season since I have a baby? Well, it's a great question. Really, it's only something that, that Mike's going to be able to answer with his family. Uh, I, I expect he will try to play as as long as he can, uh, as long as it's feasible. I think certainly, first and foremost, as we all take a step back right now, this has been a year in which we've all reflected on uh, our, our our roles to families, our roles in communities, 
before anyone's role as an athlete or, or a worker in, in any career profession that we have right now. So I'm sure Mike's going to have a lot of those thoughts, and, and uh, we all know that the parenthood changes people, uh, and it should. And so does Mike reassess his priorities and make a different decision? Perhaps he will. Uh, we saw Lorenzo Cain opt out, certainly a very respected person and, and player in the game for a very long time, Lorenzo Cain, tremendous gentleman. And so I think we're all entitled to make uh, I think our own decisions uh, at this point in time, and, and Lorenzo did that. Mike may do that as well. But I, I do think that how your team is playing Playing, to your point, Arnie, weighs in as part of that decision. Yeah. Uh, Isan Diaz making the decision as well with the Marlins to opt out as well. So I, I think uh, all of us need to realize that uh, th- these are not just entertainers. They're not just players. They're people, and they're entitled to make that decision and I think should be respected and empowered for doing that. Last question for me, JP, and I'm going to end on a positive note. Let's get away from all the negative with the tests and all that. What is the one thing or what has stood out to you on the diamond in baseball in terms of actual teams that are playing better than you expected, worse than you expected. I know the Padres are on fire. The judge is back. The yeah, judge yeah. is back. Yeah, all rise. What do, you, what do you got in terms of the actual baseball on the field, JP? Well, the Yankees win again tonight. You're right. Yeah. Aaron Judge has looked phenomenal. Another home run tonight. Woo. I think Stan has looked great as well and healthy. To see the two of them together playing healthy, that's exactly what Brian Cashman envisioned. That's been a lot of fun to watch. Luis Robert has been as advertised for the Chicago White Sox. That's been impressive. You're right. The Padres, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, back for his sophomore season looks phenomenal. The Detroit Tigers even. My hometown yeah. team playing a lot better than expected. How about Jacob? Kobe Jones, he has looked phenomenal too. Uh, Sonny Gray has pitched well for the Reds. Uh, they've, although they've had some uh, maybe disruptions to their season with Mike Moustakis being out uh, on the injured list there for a while. So I think overall the caliber of pitching has been outstanding. I think uh, overall the pitchers have been ahead of the hitters. Uh, Mookie Betts, what an amazing Woo. player. The throw that he made over the weekend. That was awesome. Love watching Mookie Betts. So I always love it when the marquee players in the game, whether it's Mookie, Aaron Judge, Stanton, they all perform as advertised. I think really, guys, overall, you can't say enough. I realize some some teams have had struggles with COVID or, or overall performance, but I think that has been in the minority. The majority of teams have done a great job in terms of the players uh, really adhering to the protocols. And I think overall, there is a lot to be proud of and happy about in Major League Baseball here today. John Paul Morosi, FS1 MLB Insider, NHL Network. JP, always a pleasure, my friend. Enjoy the weekend. We'll catch up with you later on. You guys always do a phenomenal job on a Saturday night, breaking it all down. All the live sports are now back. Yes. It is mm. great to be with you again tonight, my friends. Thanks for everything. Thank, Thank you, you, JP. John Paul Morosi. First, though. Before we do anything else, let's see what's trending. Check in with the Sager, who's mad at me because I wouldn't give him the night off. What's going on, the Sager? Why would I want this night off? Oh, this has been true. great. That's true. We've been waiting for this yeah. night for that's five right. months. The only thing that's going to be bad is we're not going to have college football nights like we usually had. If in a month, I'm anticipating crickets as far as the college football season in early September. Chris plays Oklahoma Sooners. They're playing five games before anybody else <laughs> yeah. takes the field. I guess nobody you've heard of, probably. Arizona could open up a win against Arizona State, but I heard you could move the first game to the last game, so I don't even know what to think anymore. The Pac-12's conference-only football schedule, which they yeah. announced yesterday, starts in late December, uh, late yeah. September with Arizona State, Arizona, September 26th, but they yeah. also put USC-UCLA as an opener. Yeah. And then the USC athletic director, before the night was done yesterday, told his donors, 
here in this state, we can't even get permission yet for blocking and tackling in practice. So yeah. we could be moving that September 26th date. And remember the Big Ten? Is going to be playing conference only, yet to be announced, but the SEC is not starting till late September, conference only. I know the ACC is going to start a couple weeks earlier than that in September, but it's not going to be a busy college football schedule, assuming we even have full-length, all-conference, all-teams uh, uh, college uh, football. Uh, uh, don't like that talk from you, DeSager. Do you think that all 130 college football teams are playing a full schedule this year? We already know that's not the case. No, of course not. We already know. Like you said, we know that's not happening. Well, we do only have two ball games still going on this Saturday night. And you mentioned the Angels somehow they won they were two and six coming in and they beat houston in 10 innings five to four the strohs first off they had zank granke on the mound and he had a perfect game in the sixth inning left after five and two-thirds did not get a decision but houston in the top of the ninth hit two home runs and got the lead and then gave up a run in the bottom of the ninth gave up the game winner in the bottom of the tenth on a bases loaded sack fly so the halos take it five four without mike trout who is away on paternity leave his wife just had a baby as you mentioned his manager said before the game he is anticipating having trout back tomorrow he's on the paternity list that list is three days worth so they're going to have to activate him whether they play him tomorrow or not monday's an off day so it sounds like and this is again sounds like mike trout is back by tuesday at the latest for the angels as far as the games in progress a's top of the ninth tied 2-2 at seattle and at san francisco giants lead 4-2 over the rangers in the bottom of the six the cubs won again they're six and two this year 4-3 the final against pittsburgh minnesota won again six and two this year twin shutout cleveland three nothing and the yankees are six and one aaron judge homered for a fourth straight game 5-2 the final against boston we talked about this pitcher for the red sox last sunday night show the red sox had to shut down lefty eduardo rodriguez oh, today oh jeez the guy went 19 and 6 for boston yeah, last year yeah. he has inflammation of the heart after battling coronavirus in june the club says the long-term prognosis for his health is good he's not playing this year and brewers gold glove center fielder as jp mentioned lorenzo kane has opted out of playing the rest of this season st louis at milwaukee the entire weekend postponed washington at miami this entire weekend postponed philadelphia against toronto the entire weekend postponed cincinnati at detroit was rained out today they're going to try a doubleheader tomorrow but there is a chance of rain again in detroit tomorrow the late nba game toronto beat the lakers 107 92 because arnie once again calls them my lakers you know, they've had their oh. two worst shooting games, these two games, ever since you said my Lakers. Yeah. Indiana's, Coincidence. Uh, not, not really. Indiana's yeah. T.J. Warren, 53 points in a win over Philadelphia, 127-121. And, yes, in the NHL, Montreal in overtime wins game one of the opening best of five, beating Pittsburgh 3-2 in OT. There is actually one more NHL game taking yeah. place. All the Western Conference games are in Edmonton. Right now they're about to start the second period. It's Jets one nothing over the Flames back to you. Thanks to Sager. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with GEICO. All you have to do is go to GEICO.com or give them a call at 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Thanks to John Paul Morosi uh, for stopping on by. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You want to be part of the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin' Genius 1. Um, I know this happened a little while ago, but I just want to get my two cents on this. Joe Kelly. Uh, throw it at the Houston Astros, uh, and you're not going to be popular with one t- uh, one fan base because we're out in Los Angeles. 
home of the Dodgers, were carried on the flagship. I believe we're also on in Houston, home of the Astros, and their flagship. But uh, what did you think of Joe Kelly uh, throwing at the Astros like that? I think that's that's what the Astros should be expecting. Listen, uh, is baseball like the culture of retaliation kind of stupid? Yeah, but should the Astros have been expecting it? Also, yes, I did not like that he was suspended for eight games, which is the equivalent of 22 games or whatever right, it is in right. a regular season. Uh, I think he was protecting his guys, and obviously on top of the fact that none of the Astros were suspended, you know, for cheating. So did not like uh, the decision by Major League Baseball, uh, but we'll see. So. Yeah, I didn't like that he got suspended for eight games also. Uh, I thought that was a severe. I thought uh, Joe Kelly was maybe going to do something, so he decided to go ahead and take matters in his own hands. Good for him. Uh, and you know what? I, I was curious to see how the Astros were going to go ahead and react and how this was going to play out. Now, nobody else is going to throw at them because of the severe punishment that Major League Baseball put down on Joe Kelly. Nobody's going to risk uh, eight or possibly a lot more uh, game suspension with only a 60-game season, Aaron. Yeah, I mean, I'll be curious. I mean, we've kind of referenced this a few times, but at some point there's going to be teams that have nothing to play for. At some point uh, there's going to be potentially a reliever that maybe uh, isn't at the top of the priority list for his team in terms of, you know, maybe we can get away with not having him for a few games. I don't think this is the last that we see, but I do think, doesn't it just send the wrong message for Major League Baseball? Like, we're going to protect the Astros, not punish them for their actual actions. Now, I do understand that uh, the manager, A.J. Hinch, did get fired. The GM got fired as well. But the players have not been punished, and now the players want to take punishment into their own hands, the opposing players, and Major League Baseball isn't doing it. So aren't they getting away scot-free, Arnie? Doesn't it feel like that? It is. uh, Well, they are getting away scot-free. fair. I, there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is, that's not an opinion. That's a, exactly what's going on. And I, I think that the fact that they cheated and the fact that they're getting away with it um, rubbed everybody the wrong sure. way. It's like the, 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 the perfect storm here. You know, had they got punished, I don't know if anybody would throw at them. Had they gotten, you know, 10 or 20 game suspensions, I think this matter would have been left alone and everybody would have forgot about it. Am I wrong on that or what? I don't know if if you're 100% right or 100% wrong, but I do feel like the players generally feel like that they're that they weren't punished for it. And so would does that mean that no one would have gotten thrown at? I don't know. But I don't think the players would have been as inclined from the Dodgers, you know, if the Astros faced the Yankees at any point in the playoffs. I know they're not going to play them in the regular season, but there are a lot of teams that feel like they were wronged by this whole situation. And so uh, I don't know what the answer would have been if it would have been a 20, 30, whatever game suspension over the course of a full 162 game season. But I just don't like the way that Major League Baseball handled this. And and by the way, Arnie, I know this sounds crazy. Yeah. I was one of those people that thought they should have to vacate the championship. I don't think that there should be a you, – you can't take away the history and the memories. I don't think there should be a banner in that stadium commemorating that championship. I don't think that they should be allowed uh, by Major League Baseball to honor that team going forward. But again, when Major League Baseball makes that decision that we're not going to punish them, I don't blame players for feeling like they have to take it into their own hands. It's not going to happen. Oh, um, I know. 
It's too late now. Yeah, it's too late now. It's not going to happen. By the way, you want to get in Aaron underscore Torres. I'm a stinking genius one. Jason said, this is why Laker Nation doesn't want that cancer and clown stinking genius to be affiliated with their team. And he uh, has a picture of the 107-92 victory or uh, Toronto over the Lakers. By the way, that's 11 straight victories of the Raptors over the Lakers, in case you're keeping score at home. That is, uh, that's a pretty wild stat. By the way, uh, as these playoffs go on, I think we're going to see there was this crazy narrative last year. Oh, well, the, the Raptors only won because because of all the, the Warriors injuries. That played a part, but Kawhi was pretty good. Lowry's an all-star. Siakam's an all-star now. That's a really good team, and they're one of the best. They're playing really, really well right now. All right, I want to get to some tweets. We'll get to some of the late games. I have an uh, RV update that's going to start off next hour. A lot to get to as we finish off hour number one on this Saturday. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. This segment brought to you by Geico. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You want to reach us? I guess you figured that out. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Isn't it weird? Like the last four or five months, all we got were tweets where we appreciate you guys being on without sports. We know it's tough. You guys are doing a great job. First weekend sports is back fully. You guys suck. We hate you. Blah, blah. You don't know what you're talking about. 
Um, the mean tweets come storming on back right when uh, sports come back, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think you opening the show by saying my Lakers leading directly to a 15-point <laughs> loss probably didn't help. Uh, it's always my fault. I love it. It's always my fault. It is, yes, yes. I don't, uh, I, I, I don't know. The, By the way, what do you think ratings are going to be for like the NHL and the NBA this weekend, especially with the Lakers playing and everybody back full time? I, I think they're just going to be through the roof. And even baseball this week is going to be a lot higher, too. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, because now everything's competing with everything else. I mean, obviously, the uh, the NBA had like a five game back to back to back or four games or whatever it was. Uh, but also Major League Baseball was on Fox. There was some UFC today. There's some NASCAR this weekend. So and then the NHL, of course, starting. So I, I just know this, man. I'm enjoying every moment of it. I really was like legitimately fired up when I woke up today and there was hockey uh, pregame on. I, yeah. I think it's the first time I've ever watched a hockey pregame show. Uh, so man, I'm fired up. So. What time it was like noon Eastern, right? And or or nine o'clock Pacific? Was it that early? I don't even yep. remember now. You yeah, know? I, I know that I was up doing stuff about eight eight fifteen, and I put and I I thought I was like I think hockey starts right at noon, and so I flipped over the channel, and sure enough, the pregame show was on. Great pregame show. Great you know, I, I appreciate John Paul Morosi coming on with us. I, uh, as we wrap up this hour, just kind of one more thing on baseball. Do you feel okay about it? I mean, are we going to have – because we, we did cancel a lot of games today. I'm just wondering is, you know, if we have one more hiccup, are we shutting this thing down? Or was that just like an idle threat that we better get our act together, you know? Well, I'll, t- I'll trust JP on this one, and it didn't seem as though he believes that we're that close yet. Now, things can change. Things are subject to change. And I think what, what we're seeing is something that we already knew but maybe had forgotten as the numbers went down at various points in the last four or five months is that – this thing is still very contagious, and you have to be responsible. And I think the one thing that stood out to me this week is the same thing that, you know, talking to people in college sports with some of the outbreaks on campus uh, is that guys, you know, guys at first I think all thought, oh, you know, it's not going to apply to me. I'm young, I'm healthy. Uh, the virus doesn't discriminate, man. And so these guys, for two months, they have to be responsible, have to p- follow the protocols. And as long as they do that, they should be okay. I love that we've added, like, every team to the playoffs but one, and that one's going to be my New York Mets, the way they're playing right. They they blew a game yesterday up eight to two or something like that. So I, uh, you know, we we don't get the Mets here uh, as far as TV-wise, but every time I log on to social media – I have three or four friends who are Mets fans, and it's like, oh, we're blowing it again. I can't believe it. So it seems like as much as some things change, some have very much Wow. I'm just saying, listen, it's part of your Twitter feed, too. I've seen you tweet about it a few times. Yeah, I've, I've done it. By the way, does it bother you that if the real World quick, Ser- yeah. Real quick, I'm looking at the NLE standings right now. How about this? The Mets in last place at 3-6, and six, right above them, the uh, Phillies at 1-2. and two. So yeah, that's you, that's yeah. where we're at right now. The Mets have already played what uh, five more games than the Phillies have. So, I, well, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, how does it make it worse? I know we were going to say that there's an asterisk by whoever wins the World Series, but now the fact that some teams are going to play like fifty-two or fifty-five games that makes it a little bit worse, doesn't it, or not? Yeah, I think it's going to be what JP said. That was kind of what I was thinking as well is you just get to a, a certain number of games and then it's a percentage deal instead of Ugh. a str- What? I know you're not good at math, but somebody I mean, I just don't think it's realistic to think every game every team is going to get to 60 games. And I'll say this, if you don't make the playoffs this year, you have no excuses. I don't feel bad 
because of the fact that so many teams make the playoffs. If this was the old days and only there was two or four teams making the playoffs, it'd be one thing. But if we got eight teams in each league making the playoffs and you don't make it because, uh, you know, you only played 54 games and you lost whatever back in uh, the middle of August, I'm not going to feel too sorry for you. Well, mathematically, what are they going to do? Just extrapolate the numbers and um, if you've played two less games, a half game each for a win, half game for a loss, so it would be even at one-on-one or something like that? Or, you know, I guess that's taking a look at percentage. You just stretch out the numbers after that, you know? Yeah, I would think they would just divide wins by losses and give a, a percentage. That would be my, my guess. I don't think it's like hockey where you get like half a point for a win, two points for a loss. You know, like yeah. I, I think it's just going to be kind of a percentage thing. So, All right. Hour one just flew on by. Uh, you want to be part of the show? Real simple. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. NBA back in full swing. Want to get into that? We'll talk a little bit about my Lakers. I got to give an RV update because people have been tweeting me about that. You're not going to believe what happened to that luxurious RV. That's coming up next. Uh, all that here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, uh- Good evening, everyone, as we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You want to be part of the show? Real simple, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm in sneaking genius one. Lots to get to this hour. We are doing the not only the power hour, we got the bonus hour, Bernie Fratto out tonight so we're going to be filling in for straight out of vegas yeah i'm excited to be here for that extra hour obviously yeah, i can hear that in your voice i, I, I can hear that arnie you're you're fi- are you gonna make first of all you got too much energy right now i'm worried you're gonna fall asleep in the 11 o'clock i'm hour. drinking i'm drinking the new coca-cola ca- uh, um, coke uh coffee combination with 69 milligrams 69 milligrams. Did you hear about that? No, no, there's a new I, one coming out. It's hitting the market. Oh, oh what are you, like the, the trial? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Listen, I wish. Yeah. I'm fired up. I'm excited to be here for Bernie. I'm sorry I didn't give you the appropriate response that you yeah, were looking for. Yeah, you didn't for, give it to me. Yeah, I didn't But, like uh, you know, whatever, man. You, go, you know what? You, you, and you I'll, tell, I'll pull back the curtain and tell everybody why you're not happy about it, but why I am. Okay, go ahead. Well, Bernie said because I'm filling in for him, I get a free suite and round trip to Las Vegas on a private plane, you get nothing. Well, I'll tell you this. Outside of the private plane, uh, if there's ever a time to get to Vegas, now is the time. I'm getting emails every day about discounts. Yeah, I'm thinking about – I I went out there in June. It was great, and I'm thinking about making another trip sometime in August. So Uh, I got to get out there. It's been way too long for me. When was the last time you went, for real? I I want to say maybe ten years longer than that. Why? I have, to, and I used to go all the time. I love going to Vegas. Me you know? too. It's my favorite city on the planet. I used to live there. Oh my goodness! Second no, favorite behind Burlington, Vermont. Oh no, no, yeah. no! I'm kidding. Oh, wow. Uh, real quick, I told everybody about my brother who drove. At, you remember? You know uh, Rodney Pete, who works with us on or works over at AM five seventy. Um, yep. he. What would you say, Torres? No, I said, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, he uh, he had an RV that he had uh, on his TV show called Meet the Pete's. My brother rented that RV. That's unbelievable. How and old was dr- the RV? How, when was that show on? Meet the Pete's, uh, I feel like, it was a while ago. No, no, just recently. Oh, okay. It was on the thing. And um, my brother drove it to Vermont and was coming back to Los Angeles. He didn't want to drive it back because he wanted to stay out here longer. So he's out here. The RV broke down someplace in Indiana. 
Um, it, well, pretty much, the, I thought it was a blown gasket, uh, but it was a blown engine. So um, they just left it in Indiana. The uh, the luxurious RV is just left in Indiana. What? Yeah, it's just left there, and everybody flew to Los Angeles, where they're on a flight right now to L.A. So they made it all the way to Vermont and then all the way back to Indiana? Yes. And then they just they just called it quits? They, they pulled into some truck stop, uh-huh. and um, they're like, you know, hey, you know, we're going to have to think about this, get back to you in like a month or so, or you know, something like that. So, but what about Gomer's not here today? He's going to be back in a week. Is Rod? <laughs> are the, are the Pete's upset about their van though? Well, they didn't own it. I think it was all like it was like a, a luxurious company that rents it or something like that. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. well that was so anyway. Episode. So it broke down, engine blown, and um, they just left it and said goodbye. Thank um, you very much. Among all your great stories. Uh... I, yeah. So yeah. You didn't anyway, like that one? What's wrong with you? It's I, it was all right, but yeah, no, that is kind of wild though that they just kind of just got to Indiana and then just stopped. So. Well, what did you want? Yeah, they, they can't wait like a month for it to get fixed. It's going to take a while. So. so what was the deal? Yeah. They 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 broke the satellite the first day and yeah, then... they broke the satellite dish the first day and the bumper was uh, broken uh, when they got here and hanging down. And uh, it was, uh, they pretty much messed it up. They, they just destroyed a luxurious uh, RV. And then what happened when they got to Vermont? There was something there, too, I seem to remember. The, the uh, sides uh, couldn't close because they opened it up too far. <laughs> oh, boy. It's the Arnie <laughs> yeah. Spanier of uh, trailers. It's just exactly. a total mess there, yeah. I'll have to show, uh, send you a picture and see if you like it. Um, you want to get into the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I've been stinking genius one. NBA restarted. Of course, so did the NHL. Just kind of curious. I want to go through the three sports real quick. Major League Baseball. What do you think about the play so far? There's, you know, been mistakes, base running. Uh, you really haven't seen high, high scoring games. I think the pitching is ahead of the hitting for the most part. But I think the play, I would probably give it about like a B-plus or something. It's actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought we'd see a lot of errors all over the place. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, the teams that we all thought were going to be pretty good seem to be that way. The Dodgers sitting at 6-3 and three right now. The Yankees are playing really well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I've enjoyed it. I mean, it feels, to me, the, the first day or two without the fans – felt weird, and then you just kind of get over it, right? It was the same when UFC came back and there was no fans. It was the same. I remember in April they were having WWE matches, where, you know, the professional wrestling with no fans. And you just It takes a while, but you get used to it. And so I think the quality of play has been good. I've enjoyed just being on the couch, watching a game. I've enjoyed it a lot. I really have. I've watched a little of the NHL, so I don't know overall to – Tell you what's been going on in all the games out there. I've seen some shoddy goaltending. I um, thought I would see that early also. I, I thought I'd see a lot more breakaways, but I'm just happy we got the NHL back, and I like the way it, it staggers throughout the day. Yes. Got us going around noon Eastern, and um, – We've had all kinds of great stuff, so I, I've loved that it's back, you know? I love the way that they set up the schedule. I think, to me, that's the biggest thing that I've enjoyed. It's funny, before the show, Eric Eric Roberts, the producer, and I were talking about... The, <laughs> yeah, th- this is why you're fired. But wow. the, the NBA... Uh, I'm a little disappointed the NBA can't get any late-night West Coast games on. I know they're on the East Coast. I know it's Orlando. But there's so many Western teams that, that you know, the the Sacramento Kings, the Phoenix Suns. We can't get a King-Suns game at 10.30 Eastern time, 7.30 Pacific. I'm, I'm glad there's no – I'm be honest, 9, nine o'clock is what the late game, uh, Monday through Friday, 9 o'clock Eastern. 
and it makes all the difference in the world to me, Torres, instead of 10.30, which is always tends, ends up to be like 10.45, which means, uh, you know, the first half's over at, what, like uh, 11.45 midnight. It's it's tough, but now you get a game starting at 9. You're done by 11.30. All the difference in the world uh, for us on the East Coast. Yeah, I'm not saying that Lakers-Clippers has to be uh, super late on the, the West Coast. I'm just saying you can't give us one game. Us folks on the West Coast, we want no, something we to watch. Yeah, why? You we get can't. nine a. You get you get noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific, but we can't get uh we can't get ten thirty Eastern, seven thirty Pacific. Is that too much to ask? Yes, it is so. too much to ask. All right, what do you think about Zion? Um, oh, I have to. Oh, we all oh, we got to bring this up. He played. Um, what was it? The first game, eleven minutes, were because they took him out of the game. Or excuse me, fifteen minutes because they took him out of the game, and he was actually really good that first game. Uh, they ended up losing. Today they lose uh, 126-103. I don't even know if it was really that close in this one. Zion uh, whopping 14 minutes in this one with 17 points. Um, I don't even think they want to make the playoffs. They just yep. looked horrible. Well, what's with the minute restrictions with Zion? Did he not just have four or five months off and – I thought he had played his way in the shape. He's still looking kind of large and in charge. You know? <laughs> well, he's not in charge according to the uh, the Pelican staff there. But I'm with you, Arnie, is you got four months off. You, you, you got to play them. And, and what you brought up is the most important part. They're battling for a playoff spot. And if you're going to bring him to the bubble, if the NBA is going to bring your organization to the bubble, you owe it to the guys on your team to put your best foot forward and try to win games. And so I was so disappointed with how they handled him the other night. I'm not saying you got to play him 48 minutes, but he's 20 years old. And the other thing real quick, Arnie, I'll bounce it back yeah, to you. No, that's all right. I was thinking about this right as the show started as I was watching the Lakers game. We talked for two months about how once the bubble restarted, oh, you know, the the really the Lakers have nothing to play for and the Bucks have nothing to play for and they're going to rest their guys. Well, LeBron was out there 35 minutes each yeah. of the first two games. Giannis was out there a ton. So you mean to tell me that the stars of the teams that are going to be in this bubble until October can play 35, 40 minutes, but Zion, who's a 20-year-old rookie, can't play more than 15, give me a break. I'm out. I don't understand why. First of all, is there a reason why? Is this still from an injury? How many? Uh, how long ago? Couldn't have been in the last four or five months. We weren't playing. Yeah. So what the hell's going on here? Is there some lingering injury that happened before that, that he's still not over? That he could only play 14, 15 minutes a, a night? I Especially with the playoffs on the line, do they just don't even care? Are they just giving up on the year? We'll just wave the flag and say, "We'll we'll just give up on the year. We we're not going to win it anyway." You would you would think they'd make that run? NBA is bending over backwards to yeah, get was, them in the playoffs. I was know? just going to ask you that. I said, if you gave Adam Silver, the commissioner, some truth serum right now, do you think he's kind of pissed off about this whole situation? Well, he's going to tell you that the. Um, the Pelicans get five wins for one win. So that's what's going to happen there. Yeah, of course they want him in there. You know yes. they want But the way they're looking right now, it's you know it's Look, it's not going to happen now. And, they're, they're looking horrible. And I'll just say today's game reiterated how dumb it was to only play him 15 minutes the other night because uh, you only have eight games here to make up some ground and find yeah. a playoff spot. 
and you gave away one game, and obviously today they were just overwhelmed by right. a better Clippers team. You just gave a game away, and so I think that organization should be embarrassed. I think they owe it to the kid, to the guys on the team, and they owe it to the fans in the NBA to be playing them more than they are. Because like well, you said, at four months off, what have you been doing? That was for the first two games. Now do you... Now that you know you're not going to make the playoffs and there's six left, do you shut them down completely? Do you just say, okay, well, there's nothing to play for now. We're not making the playoffs. Goodbye. Um, we're just going to shut it down now. And that's the whole point. That's why it was so dumb to to rest him as much as they did on Thursday night's game. You so got- what do you do now? Do, do you play him at all now the rest of the year or you shut him down? That's my point. Why did you even bring him to the bubble in the first place if you weren't going to play him? I don't get it. Yeah, you know, like, am I am I being inside? Like, I understand you, you you want him to have a long 15, 20 year career. I get it. You don't want to you don't want to throw him out there for forty eight minutes uh, and 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 wear him down. But he was off for four months. He was healthy before he was. Uh, well, he was healthy before this whole thing shut down. Why can't you play him more? I know he left the bubble for a couple days. But a couple days isn't three weeks. It's not a month and a half. He shouldn't be that out of shape from missing two or three days in the bubble. This just in, any team nicknamed the Pelicans will get an automatic bid to the playoffs. I think it's the second round. I just saw that press release. Yeah, second round of the playoffs. If if your team is from New Orleans uh, or or, uh, your your last name is Pelicans, yes, the second round automatic burst. They're really trying to make him the face of the NBA um, way too soon. Yeah, and then look, maybe not so much over LeBron or, you know, some of the guys, but they're trying to put him, you know, in that same hemisphere well, as some of the big names. And I think they're making a big mistake here. Well, and you know what's so disappointing is that when he was healthy, not even healthy, when he came, remember the night he came back, he had like 20 points in one quarter or something like that. I mean, he was playing really well. He is a very dynamic, fun player to watch. Even after the last two games, he's averaging 23 points a game in the games that he's played. I just don't get I, – I don't, I don't get it. He's 20 years old. LeBron's about to be 36. He's playing 35 minutes a night, and he's going to be in the bubble till the middle of October. No excuses. Yeah, I'm let's done. give let's give LeBron some credit. You Agreed. can reach us, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius. One – um, oh, I can't wait to get to this. People are like, oh, the Patriots aren't tanking. Uh, they're just opting out like one a minute or something like that. I also want to touch on Cam Newton. And wait till you see what the NFL may try. We're going to get to all that coming up next. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. 
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. It works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist recommended. It's odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. I think I have all those things. So there's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spaniard. You can reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Just a couple of tweets before I get to that story I wanted to touch on. Uh, Calbert says, wow, Arnie's Dodgers dominated tonight. Yes, they did. They look very good. My Mets, I think, have been mathematically eliminated. Uh, Paul, so the... Yeah, Paul, the Bills Mafia, says to me, John Moran is a hell of a lot more exciting than Zion. Why doesn't the NBA throw the weight of the league marketing behind him? Yeah, Torres, he's a good player, but Zion is where it's all at when it comes to marketing. No doubt about that. But I think it's a good point by Paul, though. Why? Why does the NBA predetermine who they are going to push and who they're not? And isn't that how you build up stars? Like, I mean, you and I have talked about this on this show many times is is how many guys really move the needle. But doesn't the NBA owe it to their fans and to the players themselves to push the players that are the most compelling? Does it make a difference that Zion went to Duke and John Morant went to, what, Murray State, or that has no difference whatsoever? Well, I think that's why Zion came in with a lot more hype and excitement, but I I think results on the court have to matter, too. I mean, Steph Curry went to Davidson. Kawhi went to San Diego State. Kawhi went to uh, Washington Washington State. State. Yeah, Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Listen, I'll, I'll say this. There are a lot of people in Memphis right now that are very happy with how that draft worked out. I don't know if they'll feel that way five years from now, but there's a lot of people in Memphis that are very happy about it. You want to get into the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Real curious on where our listeners stand on this. Now, Aaron, I've asked you a bunch of times, are you going back to games, uh, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, or, or whatever it is, um, you know, people have their opinions on this. Are the stadiums going to be a quarter, fill, half full, three quarters, or when are they going to be maximum? Um, you know, the NFL, you read where some teams were, are they going to be like 10, 15, 20,000? 
Well, now I, I saw a story that came across in the Wall Street Journal that said multiple professional sports teams are considering facial recognition systems to make admitting fans to stadium as touchless as possible uh, during the coronavirus pandemic. That's from the Wall Street Journal. Now, before you say that, you, you're thinking that's awesome. Are you not, uh, Torres, right off the bat? You think that's a great idea, don't you? I think it's kind of I think it's kind of creepy, to be honest. Facial recognition to get into an NFL game? Or no, just to any game, really. Right now, I'll, I'll tell you the the teams that are involved with. It. Matter of fact, um, it says here uh, the New York Mets and the Los Angeles Football Club are testing facial recognition recognition technology. Now, LAFC is trying an app called uh, Clear, made by All Clear, that will let fans take and upload a selfie to their accounts and link it to their existing Ticketmaster profiles at the stadium. One camera would measure the fan's temperature, while a second one would determine whether the fan is wearing a mask. The fan would pull down the face covering to allow the camera to see their face and admit them if they purchased the ticket. So you got to go up there, pull down your mask so they could see your face, take your temperature, and see if you're wearing a mask to let you in. Isn't that a little bit... um, Intrusive? Big brother? brother? What? Big brother? Intrusive, yeah. Yeah. Don't you think that's a little too much? I don't know if I want to go uh, through all that, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's really funny. I remember uh, talking a few weeks ago with our buddy Ryan Fowler from uh, Tuscaloosa, who comes on this show pretty regularly during college football season. Right. And he was saying that Alabama, if they had fans this year, were going to go ticketless. And, you know, you would just have a ticket on your phone, and fans were freaking out because they, you know, a lot of people want the ticket to commemorate their trip to the stadium. Right, right, right. This is taking that to the an extreme level to go from just ticketless tickets to facial recognition. It feels a bit much to me. It feels a bit much. What happens if somebody can't go at the last minute and you want to take somebody else? Suppose you want to sell your ticket while you're at the stadium or arena or wherever the heck you are. Can you not do that, or is it going to be pretty easy to download the new people on on the app? How how's all that going to work? And do you like somebody taking your temperature? Um, you know, I, I I guess you know you know just from afar with a camera. Do you do you like that, or that doesn't bother you? I'm I'm guessing. Well, you were the first one to bring this point up, and it's actually a good one, which is a nice change. Surprising, for you. Yes, 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 very surprising. Uh, there's a lot of reasons you can have a temperature without having COVID-19. Right. And I, I do wonder, like, what if you just have a temperature? I mean, are you not allowed in the stadium? Do they take you for further testing? What? I, I've always found what that What happens if it's hot outside and yeah. you're just sweating from walking because, I don't know, you're in Arizona, it's 115 degrees out or something like that. It's a great point. Yeah, I, the uh, the Dodgers are actually in Arizona for a four-game series right now, and they have a, I think, like a two- to five-minute cool-down period from when they come outside into wherever they get their temperatures taken before the interesting. game. Interesting. Yeah, so, you, yeah, it's it's a good point. Like, what if it's... You know, it's it's hot outside. What are you going to do? You have to have fan cool down zones like the Dodgers do. Yeah, I I I think that's what you'll have to do. I wonder how many people though. Forget about if we think it's intrusive, Torres. Do you think you know our listeners right now are like, oh no, I'm I'm not doing that. I'll go back when I don't have to wear a mask, or somebody's not taking my temperature, or we can go we can do full capacity, and I'll go back at that point. But I'm not going back while a camera's taking my temperature and I got to pull down my mask for facial recognition. How many people are going to go ahead and say, forget about that? I th- I think. Or I does would. that make you feel safer because no. they're doing all that? You know? No, I I think no? I would. It, I I don't know. It, it's funny, right? We have all these technologies. 
and people were just like, well, that's coming, you whether you like it or not. And it's like, right, right. like, like the, the one that always gets me is driverless cars. Like, like right, right. people say it's coming. I don't want to get in a car without it's a driver. Here almost, yeah. Yeah, like I, I don't want to. And so I think it would definitely, uh, to say the least, be an adjustment for me. I, I don't know how I feel about uh, but, facial recognition. Uh, I was going to say, though, it, somebody could say, okay, they're going to make sure everybody is safe. Everybody doesn't have a temperature. Nobody has COVID. Um, wouldn't that make people feel safer going to the game, knowing that everybody is is being? I'm confused uh, as to why they need your face, though. So, well, that, like, so they that don't. Like that, so they don't. Yeah. So though. So they don't take a, a a ticket from your hand. But why can't they just do a ticketless ticket on your phone? Why do they need your they, face? I guess they probably do that also. Look at you. You're really worried about Big Brother finding all about you, aren't you, huh? Yeah. What are you hiding there, Aaron Torres? I'm pretty sure they can track me on the million apps that I have on my phone uh, pretty much all day, every day. So I guess it's really not that big of a deal. I just think it's weird. It's just It just feels like we skipped like eight steps, right? Like we we could have gone ticketless. We could have gone with tickets on our phones. I just I don't get why we need the the faceless uh, or, or uh, whatever it is, whatever the terminology is. Face facial recognition. Facial recognition, especially yeah. by the way, when as you said, we all have we all go to sports games. We all give away tickets. We all uh, you know have a season ticket package and can't go on a Tuesday night. I don't know. It just feels weird to me. I think people are going to say, you know what, this is a good safety measure. Now I could take my son or take my family to a game and feel confident that the people around me don't have a temperature. Though, does that mean they don't have COVID if they don't have a temperature? Or they can exactly. that show up like 24 hours later, you know? Of course it can. And temperature is like, I, I, at this point, the number of, of cases where there's actually symptoms, I mean, it's it's minuscule, to be honest. I mean, I was even reading before the show all these uh, MLB tests. The, 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 the Cardinals have like seven guys that have all tested positive between players and coaches, and none of them have symptoms. So if they don't have a temperature, I mean, if that was the only barrier to, uh, you know, to testing, then the Cardinals would have all been playing with this, this virus. So it's very confusing to me. When are we going to see full sold-out fans um, in an arena or stadium, what's going to be the first sport that allows uh, a full house in there? Well, I got Super Rugby on ESPN two right now. They got a <laughs> they got a full stadium as we speak, Arnie. So wow. uh, I think that's New Zealand. By the way, I googled yeah. it because I need to know what Super Rugby is. But uh, as far as American sports, I mean, I feel pretty safe saying it's not going to happen in twenty twenty. Um, but you know, some of these college football programs have said they want fans. Obviously, NASCAR had uh, thirty thousand for one of their races a few weeks ago. So I'm optimistic that we'll get some fans in the stands at some point this season. Uh, but full capacity, it's going to be a while, I think. No, you didn't answer then. So yeah, is it baseball next year? Is it going to be what NBA after? Well, NBA, here, I don't think. Here's another question: No one's yeah. really talking about. If we don't have a vaccine here coming up soon, is the NBA going to have to go back to a bubble for next season? You know, which is going to start right up around the corner, right? Yeah, like if if they want to start up again around Christmas time, does that mean that they're going? to – I don't know. It's just I, I would say this: there's so many variables uh, with all of these sports that are so interesting. But uh, but yeah, I would say I, I wouldn't expect a full stadium anywhere in the United States, certainly in 2020. Uh, and I do think if, if baseball gets started on a normal time frame, that feels like the most logical first one of all the major leagues. Seven Patriots opt out, um, and they say they're not tanking. I'll 
get to that coming up next. First, though, let's see what's trending with Steve DeSager. What's going on out there, DeSager? Good evening, gentlemen. And regarding facial recognition for stadiums, Aaron is right. It's creepy. And with this pandemic, (laughs) we are closer to new forms of identification, closer to a cashless society, closer to more company mergers and smaller companies dying. So... It's just that much closer to the apocalypse, basically. It's no big deal. But as for NASCAR tomorrow, for example, at New Hampshire, they're due to allow some fans to attend, assign spread out seating, but yet again, no cash transactions for anything. They don't want virus spread in that manner. No tickets for sale at the site. When this started happening in the last month or two, including at NASCAR, people are wondering maybe that in sports, at stadiums, at sports venues, is the future. For NASCAR tomorrow, it, it seats 75,000 in New Hampshire. They're due to have 12,000 fans. Oh, there. geez. But, you know, as far as implanting a chip, it's been done with pets for many years, right, for ID. And then people have said, oh, well, then you wouldn't have a credit card theft or people screwed around with your card if you just took the chip and implant. There have already been in Wisconsin, a tech company has already injected IDs into the employees' arms. I mean, wow. it's dangerous. It's creepy. And unfortunately, at some point, maybe not in our lifetimes, but at some point, it'll be the future. Well, the future is we've got one game left on the MLB schedule tonight. Giants 7-2 over the Rangers, now top of the ninth. Everything else is a final, including the A's in 10 innings, winning at Seattle 3-2. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit geico.com to learn more. The Yankees are 6-1 after beating Boston 5-2. Minnesota with a 6-2 record early season after shutting out Cleveland 3-0. And the Cubs are 6-2 after holding on to edge Pittsburgh 4-3. Extra inning wins not only for Oakland, but for Baltimore and the Angels as well. St. Louis at Milwaukee. The whole weekend series has been postponed after another Cardinal player had a positive virus test. The late NBA game was Toronto beating the Lakers 107-92. This game was tied with under seven minutes to go. The Raptors were just flat better late. Kyle Lowry with 33 points and 14 rebounds. Meanwhile, the Lakers starting guards from three-point range were one of ten. Anthony Davis was 0 for 3 shooting in the first half, and yet they'd come back from 13-0 down to take the lead. Davis, 2 of 7 shooting for the game. LeBron James, 20 points, 10 rebounds. Indiana beat Philadelphia 127-121. The story, the Pacers' T.J. Warren, a guy who the previous five years with the Phoenix Suns averaged 14 points a game. T.J. Warren scored 53 points for Indiana tonight, 20 of 29 shooting from the floor. Easy wins for the Clippers, Oklahoma City, and Miami. There is a late NHL playoff game going on. Yes, it's the openers of the best-of-five playoff series as hockey restarted. End of two periods Flames 3-1 in the lead against the Jets. And Portland in the MLS has advanced to Wednesday's semifinal, just ending on FS1 with a win over NYC 3-1. And Minnesota United advanced earlier 4-1 over San Jose. Back to you. Thanks to Sager. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with GEICO. All you have to do is go to GEICO.com or give them a call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You could reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. Of course, you know, I'm up here in Vermont. We carry all the local teams in Boston on our station, Patriots, Bruins, uh, Celtics, and Red Sox. 
Um, you saw what's going on with the Patriots. Seven now. Seven Patriots have opted out. Marquise Lee, one of them, as well as Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung. Pretty much a lot of, uh, you know, three or four big names on there. And everybody's saying, no, no, no. Belichick has, you know, he, he, nothing to do with it. They're not tanking. They're they're trying to win. Belichick, you don't think Belichick is talking I'm out of this? What are you guys nuts? I, I can't believe so many players from one team are going to opt out, especially somebody like Dante Hightower leaving a lot of money on the table there at his age. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on between the, the coach and the players, but there's no doubt they're not trying to win this year. I was going to ask you, you obviously, as you said, you cover those teams extensively up there. I mean, is the buzz that they're really, uh, you know, turning on Belichick or is it just kind of one of those deals where it's like, look, Tom Brady left. We all know this is a rebuilding year. Uh, It's just not worth it. Um, And like I've heard other people on this network say it. I kind of tend to agree. Like if Tom Brady's there, I think all those guys are there. At least the vast majority of them are. What do you say to that? Absolutely, 100%. They're a garbage team. Um, They have no weapons. Julian Edelman, who had over 100 catches, yeah, but he's getting up there in age, and he's not going to have close to that many receptions without Tom Brady. Sony Michelle has been hurt. They really have absolutely no running game. They've got no other receivers. Yeah, maybe the offensive line will be healthy, but their defense, not even as good as their first eight games last year when everybody thought they were the best things on sliced bread. Then they played some real teams, went three and five down the stretch. Their defense, good to above average to good. This is a team that's going to win like four or five games, Cam Newton or uh, Stidham, because it's not going to make much of a difference. I don't care who it's going to be. It's not going to be a good year. You do know the Dolphins are still in their division and the Jets are still in their division, right? Yeah, I I do know that. Yeah. Well, the Jets, we can just – so they're going to get at least half those wins against the Jets – uh, I will say the schedule is brutal. We've talked about it in various weeks. Oh, it's 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 horrible for them. But I do think that uh, I, I, four feels a little low to me. If you said seven and nine, I can buy seven and nine. But two against the Jets, though, at worst, split against the Dolphins. I think we're looking at. I think we're looking at seven. I, like it. I, I think if. Everything goes wrong. We're looking at six and ten. I mean, keep in mind, this is a guy that what he win eleven games with Matt Castles as quarterback. Well, you're doing that because you're thinking Cam Newton will will them. No, to how no, many... no, no, no. I'm thinking Bill Belichick will. will I mean, Bill Why, Belichick uh, uh, was Belichick playing this year. I didn't know that. What number is he? I want to watch him. Well, if you need, is he double zero? I have to watch him. Then. <laughs> Listen, he's gonna find some uh, Penn State lacrosse player uh, to to get going. Listen, this is a guy that won eleven games with Matt Castle as the quarterback like like let's not undersell what this guy could do he went three and one when Brady was suspended that year he's gonna be fine he'll figure it out <laughs> he'll figure he'll figure it out I like the way coming he'll figure it out that boy that sounds you said four and 12 well it'd be four and 13 because they're playing 17 games this year yeah I'm, I'm thinking about four wins so, which I by the not, way I guess it won't be seven and nine I guess it'd be well, seven and ten but you know it would be the best thing that ever happened to them if they only won about three games because if they win three games, getting one of the top two picks or three picks in the draft and try to get Trevor Lawrence, it will put the put them right back on top for the next 15 years. Belichick may never retire. Like He, he would coach till he's like 105 years oh, old. Oh, absolutely, if you had Trevor Lawrence. No doubt about that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think they'll be bad enough. I, I think the more interesting story in that division is yeah. what if the Jets go three and whatever? 
do they just is is the Sam Darnold era just over, and do they just start over with Trevor Lawrence? Other than a few teams like Kansas City, who obviously is never going to have the number one pick, but uh, other than Kansas City, maybe the Dolphins because they took Tua. Nobody's passing up on yeah. somebody like Trevor Lawrence. Nobody. Um, no matter who your quarterback is right now, of course, Green Bay took another quarterback. But for the most part, I think uh, 80% of the NFL teams would still take uh, Trevor Lawrence with the number one pick. I was just going to say, how many teams with established quarterbacks would give them up uh, to get Trevor Lawrence? I mean, I'm looking at somebody. All of them but Mahomes. Yeah. No, I, well, I don't know if the Ravens would. There's a few. Oh, I take that back, right? Lamar Jackson, you're right. right. Yeah, but, I, I mean, you know, you look at teams that have drafted for in the first round in recent years. Your New York Giants would pat, they'd throw Daniel Jones in the curbside trash in half a second to get Trevor Lawrence. I'd drive him to the airport right now. <laughs> Myself, I would take him out There's there. no plane to put him on. You just drop him off. Uh, the, the Redskins just drafted a quarterback. They would gladly take him. Can't say that. The Washington football team, let's, let's start working yeah, on that now. We do. That, it is the preseason, so I'm, getting, I'm, I'm prepping yeah. here. There's so many teams. I mean, like even the Lions, who Matthew Stafford, obviously today uh, we believe has COVID, but. I mean, if they have a bad season, I don't know how much is on his contract, but I think you'd have to start thinking about moving off. Uh, the Bucks. well, the Bucks are going to be good this year, I guess. So the, I'm just looking at the teams that were in last place last year. There's a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams that if, 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 the, if the stars align and they're bad enough, even if they have a quarterback, uh, would, go, uh, would go Trevor Lawrence over there. All right, you want to get in real simple. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. When we get back, the Sager stops on by, gets us uh, caught up in all the stuff that we haven't mentioned so far. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by Geico. Moving along on a Saturday night, let's check in with DeSager, see what we've missed so far, what's going on out there, DeSager. Just about everything is final. The late hockey game has the Flames up 3-1 over the Jets under 12 minutes to go. That's game one of the best of five as the NHL restarted today. The top four teams in each conference are playing each other in a mini tournament just for oh. seeding while the remaining 16 teams, like this game tonight, Which is crazy are in their uh, play-in round, qualifying playoff round. They're not even, even calling it the first though. round. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, the, the Bruins had the best overall record of the most points, and now they've got the, they could be a number four seed when it's But they didn't finish this. the regular season so it's kind of fair you got to play a few okay, more it's, games it's fair then fine it's fair that they're well, gonna go what's from the nba to doing they didn't quite finish the regular season so Jeez. everybody's playing eight arnie weren't you the one that when there was talk of some stadiums having fans and some stadiums not having fans you were the one that was saying well life's not fair deal with it deal with it <laughs> you were i don't remember my voice sounding quite like i thought that was that. a tape just now i thought that was yeah, actually yeah, a tape. yeah that was pretty good huh that was good thank you i appreciate that <laughs> the football news to pass along is that lions quarterback matthew stafford yes was placed on the reserve covid19 list the eighth detroit player on this new list but being on the list means you either tested positive yourself or had close contact with right. someone who so did so it doesn't test mean positive. that he actually has it or Correct. anything like that right but the lions begin their strength and conditioning workouts tomorrow the good news is there are no preseason games this year in the nfl and cj oh, mosley jets linebacker opted out of playing this season for health concerns you mentioned seven patriots players have opted out most in the league including wide receiver marquise lee today the opt-out deadline for players reportedly will be moved up to sometime next week can't mention enough about the college football because it's apparently going to be in the players tribune monday officially but a group of pac-12 football players are threatening to sit out camp or more until they have negotiations about health and social justice. We mentioned this with Chris Plank on a Sunday night show at least right. a month or two ago, how different college football is from the pros. And part of it is the pros have union representation. And look at all the union negotiations with basketball, for example, before they settled on what they have. Well, these college football players from multiple Pac-12 schools want a written contract with the conference to legally yeah, ensure yeah, their protection. Camps are well, due to start the 17th. So, so what's going? Are we? Is that the schedule, or is that? Is it going to be UCLA, USC? Because they didn't they say you could, if you want, you could move your first uh, game of the week to the to the last game or something like that, or no? Conferences are building in windows where you can move games around, where everything needs to be a little bit fluid. And the USC athletic director again says, how can we say for sure we're starting September 26th against UCLA when they can't even start actual football practice? It's only meetings so far for them in the state of California. Are we going to not have UCLA and USC play football, but everybody else in the Pac-12 play? Well, maybe not Cal and Stanford either. Uh, you know, I can't reject that out of hand because it's a California school. And we've talked many times on these weekend shows about how the reaction to the virus and the virus's impact itself is different region to region, state to state. And when, especially with all the way the conferences have added teams, 
you're dealing with many, many states in one single conference. And so people like Utah and Colorado are saying, can we get started already? And uh, teams like Cal and UCLA are saying, we, we can't even come close to starting. Yeah, I was going to say, I, Arnie, we were talking earlier about the possibility that MLB baseball teams, obviously, uh, I guess that's one in the same MLB and baseball, but uh, that they will not probably have the same number of regular season games when it's all said and done. I like think- the NBA. I was going to say, I, I think we can feel pretty confident that uh, most of college football will be like that as well. Oh, done. Yeah, for sure. Well, SEC player representatives met with that conference's commissioner today. Remember, SEC said conference-only schedule. We're also starting September 26th. There was a report in Columbus this weekend that said Ohio State, Michigan's probably going to be moved up to September or October just so they allow more room in wow. case that's postponed, so they have room to push it back. The Big Ten's also going to be playing a conference-only schedule this year that just it's yet to be announced and nothing but schedule news it seemed like for major league baseball we start with the st louis cardinals problems because they're not going to wind up playing a single game at milwaukee this weekend this morning today's game was postponed tonight tomorrow's doubleheader at milwaukee postponed the problem another cardinal player had a positive virus test plus a reported three staff members did too initially yesterday two cardinal pitchers tested positive after exams that were not in milwaukee they were conducted in minnesota wednesday before their game there. The Cardinals team and staff were self-isolating in their Milwaukee hotel rooms. Now, next on their schedule, four games in Detroit starting Tuesday. We assume the rain will be done then, but Detroit was not able to play at home tonight because of bad weather. And they'll try to play a doubleheader tomorrow in Detroit, but there's a chance of rain again there. Wow. See, now I know why Paul wrote in Steve just gave the most uplifting update in show's history. He could have just saved some time and just said, we're all doomed. (laughs) Wow. I love that. No, no. We got to balance it. We do this every weekend. You got to balance it out. We always say two things, not one. One is regarding this virus it's not the end of the world two it is something there's no vaccine take it seriously which gets us to the marlins yes an mlb investigation found the miami marlins were lapse in following health protocols during their atlanta trip last week including not using masks about half of the marlins are still in quarantine in philadelphia for over a week no 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 they took the bus down to florida that was just the sick people the the rest of them still have to play oh okay miami's had 18 players and two coaches test positive for coronavirus yes the bus the multiple sleeper buses have made their way not to the people's homes just to a location in south florida and they'll be there and Uh, yesterday the buses left from the people who had tested positive in philadelphia how much would they have to pay you to drive that bus oh (laughs) jeez i mean especially from philly to miami that's like a probably a day and a half trip yeah yeah a lot of money is is not some quick flight we'll be there in a few hours So the Marlins are off all next week. The plan is they play Tuesday at Baltimore. They'll have a four-game series in three days with Miami as the home team for two of those four games. And remember, the doubleheaders now are seven innings for each game. They are really trying to cram something close to a 60-game season in for each team. Good luck with that. Nationals outfielder Juan Soto, as Washington is not playing in Miami this weekend, Soto was cleared to rejoin the team after testing positive last month. Soto played in today's intra-squad scrimmage. All right. Thanks a lot. Uh, two hours are in the books. Remember, we got the bonus hour for Bernie Fratto. But before we get to that, we got the power hour coming up next. You want to be part of the show real simple. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius. One uh, NCAA championship. Uh, not like you think. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. 
Oh, good evening, everyone, as we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Marnie Spanier. You can reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. The power hour of the show. We'll have the bonus hour for you. It was both of us sitting in for Bernie Fratto straight out of Vegas. Looking forward to that. Um, Torres, am I maybe missing the the point here? Or I thought there'd be more fanfare with all the sports that we have this weekend. Um, and maybe there is, and I'm not notice, noticing it on Twitter or anything like that, but I, I thought people would be like, yes, sports is back. This is great. I'm staying home all day. I'm sucking up all the games. Um, I, I feel there's a certain percentage, but not as much as I thought it was going to be, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting because all these sports coming back in the middle of the summer when people are traveling more, when people are able to get outside more. I mean, even today, uh, I was enjoying the NBA, but that didn't stop me from hitting the pool for a little while. Got oh, my, of course not. I have yes. a nice little glow going. I'm not going to lie. Well, I, I just bought a, a new thong that I want to try out. That's disgusting. Uh, Why? Just, Why? European thong. What's wrong with you? I, I, you got it flaunted, right? But you don't got it. See, that's I'm going to have nightmares what? for the rest of 2020. Why? You're lucky I'm not there out of the 2020 beach. You know could that, have gotten any worse with that visual I just had. You know that he was in a <laughs> softcore, softcore adult video, right? <laughs> just stop it's, with it's that. It's on YouTube. We saw yeah. it. It was uh, very yeah. disturbing. I, I very actually f- haven't had a good night's sleep since then. So, <laughs> What was the movie called? I don't know. Debbie anymore. Does Dallas or something? Oh, I don't you know. Stop it, it yeah, like that. I, what was the movie called? You were in a movie. The Pool Boys. The Pool Boys. Okay. Yeah, and there's a, there's an actual video of it on YouTube, and it's pretty disturbing. I'm an actor. I want you to know that, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, that was pretty right. disturbing. So where, where were we? Where were we? I don't, B- yeah, basketball. NBA. Yeah. Back. Uh, sports are back. But sports is back. But NCAA, now I saw this today, that the NCAA says, you know, we don't know or if we can have a championship in football when it comes down to the end of the season. No, I mean, no, no. That's not what it is. It's uh, championships in the other sports. Oh, okay. And the fo- the football powers are basically threatening. Like, basically, here here's the back background, okay. Arnie, and I'll let you kind of chime in with what you think. Is that essentially is is this is that the powers that be in college sports, the 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 leagues that really matter, the SEC, the Big Twelve, the Pac ten, the Pac twelve, Big Ten, et cetera. Big what, Twelve, yeah. What they're basically saying is is that they believe. I think they haven't said it publicly, but privately, right. if we don't have championships in other fall sports okay it makes it hard to justify playing football right if we send all the soccer players home and the volleyball players home how can we justify playing football so what they're doing is trying to pressure the ncaa to continue the i don't know if pressure is the right word but they, right, they're, they're right. hoping that the ncaa continues to play the other fall sports to make uh having football easier now what people don't understand the ncaa doesn't actually oversee the football championship that's done independently so anyway the long story short of it is is that uh if the ncaa cancels all the other fall championships the the powers that be in football are not going to be happy and then the conversation wouldn't they cancel college football too then that's the part i'm not understanding then it's a great question. Um, I think if the SEC decided we're playing football, even if it's 8-10 regular season conference-only games, I don't think the NCAA can do much, believe it or not. Even though the NCAA is the governing body overseeing college sports, 
if the SEC or the Big 12 or the Big 10 says we're playing, I don't think the NCAA can stop but, them. But I want you to finish up because if they – you were at the point where they said if they don't have championships that maybe the, what, the Power 5 conferences say to themselves – Now's the time to maybe break away yes, and go out on our own? Or is that for everybody in college sports out there or just the Power Five conferences? No, I think it would be just the Power Five conferences. And their idea is basically we can, we're making all the money as it is. We're just going to run this how we see fit. We don't need the NCAA to oversee us is essentially what it is. And people are saying that the breaking point might be uh, if we don't get our, if you guys cancel our fall sports and you make us look bad for wanting to play football, well, then we're going to go do our own thing. We're going to pick our ball up and go somewhere else. So this could be monumental. I mean, it could be finally what I think most people who are college fans want to see the break from the NCAA. You're the college basketball guy, Torres. Would would that be better or worse for March Madness and for college basketball? Yeah. No, I mean, it, there wouldn't be a March Madness in that. I mean, I guess you could have 68 or 64 or whatever teams from those five leagues, but what makes March Madness great— Oh, that's great, right. That's right. Yeah, what makes March Madness great is all those small schools and small conferences. So I don't think we're there yet um, because I do think, like, look, I mean— under normal circumstances, all of these Power 5 schools make a ton of money, and it just hasn't been worthwhile for them to go ahead and break off from everybody else. But I think the point is they're trying to use this as leverage. Hey, don't cancel these fall sports because it's going to make us look bad. When you cancel soccer and volleyball, it's going to make us look bad when we want to keep playing football. Now, the other conferences, the smaller conferences, could follow suit, um, especially if the Power 5 conferences – you know, make it feasible for them, and maybe they can. I follow suit could, to break away. Yeah, it could, well, could cripple the whole NCAA thing the way we know it. Yeah, well, that it could. Yeah. I don't know if the other conferences could because I don't know. At the end of the day, you'd still have to make enough money to war- to have sports. And you're not going to get the money from TV because nobody wants Ivy League football or Ivy League sports right, or right. You know, whatever. So I, I don't know what would happen at that point. It'd be very interesting. I don't think that those conferences necessarily have the leverage to do it. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a power move by the, for the, to use a bad pun, it's a power move by the Power 5 schools uh, to, to go ahead and, and try to get some leverage. I'm worried about college football. I think out of all the sports... And I was worried about baseball the last 24 hours about if they were going to maybe shut this thing down on Monday. But now out of the sports, I think I'm more more worried about college football getting things going, especially when I saw the Pac-12 schedule come out. Um, I I can't even remember off the top of my head how each conference is going. You know, one game, conference plus two games. I don't even remember anymore, but I'm really worried about if we're going to be able to pull this off in college football. Well, that's the great question. I know Clay Travis is going to call me a, what, a Corona bro and all that stuff. And I'm always a media guy rooting against sports. I'm not rooting against sports. I'm hoping. I love sports. I love college. The thing that I will say is, is that the, the, the thing that is, I don't know if annoying, frustrating, whatever, is that for months we heard how the NBA would never be able to pull this off with the bubble and the NHL and major, and they're all for the most part working. So that gives me optimism with college football. But the one thing with college football, which it goes without saying, we've been talking about it for months, we don't know what's going to happen when other students come back to campus. And I would add, that is why the SEC pushed all the way back to September 26th. The reason they pushed back to September 26th was they basically said, like, look, students are going to come back to campus sometime in mid to late August, 
and there's going to be an uptick. We're going to have positive tests. It's inevitable. And if we try to play on September 1st, uh, you know, half the roster might not be available and we're going to look really bad trying to stage games or we're going to look even worse having to cancel games or postpone games. So let's push it back to the end of September. Let's hope for the best. Also, I, I would add, too, um, uh, most schools are basically done with the first semester around Thanksgiving. So by pushing back the conference championship games, you don't you won't have students on campus. That should help. But yeah, that that's the that's the reason why. And even if it's a few weeks later, I hope it helps us get college football going. You want to jump in, Aaron underscore Torres? I'm at Stinking Genius One now. Adam on Twitter uh, has a great question. I guess I'll put it like this because. Do you drink coffee, Torres, or are you not a coffee drinker? I literally have a cup in front of me right now. Okay, so you're a coffee guy. Suppose I said there's no more coffee left in the United States, so you have to go four or five months without it. Then when it comes back, you're like, you know, I've gone this long without it. Maybe I really don't need coffee. Adam writes, maybe people have adapted to life without sports over the past few months and find it hard to go back after a long absence. Maybe people don't need sports as much as leagues think they do um i never occurred to me i thought everybody wanted sports back that was a sports fan do you think there's people out there that after a long absence find it easier now to maybe live without sports and not go back to it just say i'm i'm going to cut back my sports viewing or what I actually think it's the exact opposite is I think that be more I, I i have enjoyed sports more we talked about it arnie it, it, I was watching NHL playoffs today. I don't even right. know if it's the playoffs. Is it the but playoffs? But you're not going to watch it, though, as we start going through the weeks and months and start getting back to some normalcy, though. I'm not going to watch it because I'm going to be watching the NBA or Major League Baseball or college football or the right. NFL. But I'm, I think it's the exact opposite. I, I don't think I realized how much I missed it until all these sports started coming back and I was locked. I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding, Arnie. 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific on Thursday. I was locked in from the opening tip of that Pelicans jazz game. I was locked in from first pitch of Nats uh, Yankees two Thursdays ago. I am loving this. I think it's the opposite. You don't think there's a certain percentage out there that said, you know, I have lived without it this long. I'm not going to go ahead and keep myself in on a Saturday all day with the weather like this and I got to get some sunshine. I got, well, of course, you always have to take a little bit of a break. You just can't sit home and watch it. But how many people are going to say, I, you know, I, I've done pretty well without sports. I don't need to go full fledged right back into it, you know? Well, I think it's tough because this time of year, like you said, it's nice outside. There's parts of the country of that. Of course, yeah. But don't, we open the show by saying this, Arnie. I mean, maybe it's because it's our job, but I think if you're a sports fan, you're loving this. You're just flipping on the TV and being so happy that you got something to watch. Don't you feel like you have enjoyed sports more since they came back? I have, but I think what is taking away from it is that there's no fans. Not that it bothers me, but if the full if the stadiums were full and the fans were getting back into it, I think we'd be more, I'm not going to say into it, but I think we would feel the energy obviously a lot more than the way we have to do it now. Maybe that's why people think that um, there's people that don't have to go back to it because there's nobody at the games. You know? I know every sport is different. I feel like the NBA has done a really good job. Oh, of, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Now, is it Game 7, Staples Center? No, no. But I feel like it's pretty close, though. I mean, I feel like it's a step up from – uh, summer league from frankly from some of the regular season venues that we see where fans don't show up like in Brooklyn and some of these other arenas where they can't get fans to the stadium I, I think the the 
the product that the NBA has put out is awesome. I think it's looked really, really, really good. No, I have. You know what? The Look, I, I love the fans being at the games, but I, I think they've made it. Um, and with the piped in crowd noise, they've made it where you uh, it, it doesn't just stick out as just it being quiet. Remember, we used to think, what's it going to be quiet? We're going to hear the players curse at each other and yep. yell stuff out and stuff like that. But it didn't didn't happen like that, though, you know? Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, I think the product has overall been pretty good. I mean, even the NHL today, it was the first time I had a chance to look at it. I thought it, I don't think that. Um, you know, it's a big discrepancy or I'm enjoying the game any less. Now, it's always awesome when you score a goal, guys banging on the glass, all that yes. stuff. But I, I don't, I, I didn't enjoy it less without fans. Do you think the players, I'm not going to say are trying any less, but do you, do you think it's taking any energy away from their games, not having the fans there at all or what? Certainly not in the NBA. Those guys, are, I give those guys so much credit. It feels like they picked up right where they left off. And as we were talking about last segment or last hour, excuse me, relative to the Zion conversation, I feel like the Giannis's, the LeBrons, the Kawhis, they're going full speed ahead. I mean, James Harden, say what you want about him. I mean, they overcame a huge deficit late to win last night. I think the guys are playing really hard. I give them credit because I thought we were going to get guys easing into this uh, this structure with eight regular season games. They're playing like the playoffs are starting now. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You want to be part of the show? Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. NBA back. We'll get to the Lakers. We got some Zion talk to get to. I got some MLB stuff I want to touch on also. And uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, hockey's back also. So much going on. Uh, we'll get to that right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. You see, it works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. Matter of fact, there's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief, Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. Works fast, and you won't stink. You want to get a hold of us, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Torres, take a look over to the right. Your other right. Take a look over to the right right now. Put your hands together on the center stage. Let's give it up for Aries. Aries is putting herself through medical school, and she's now dancing on the center stage. Wait, there's Lou Williams. (laughs) Lou Williams, who is just there for the wings. By the way. Are you doing scripted material right now? No, I'm just going off the top of my head. This is terrible. But... Oh, okay. Because, by the way, Lou Williams, according to Aries, Aries said he's a very good tipper and that he just wasn't there for the wings. I know that's hard to believe, right? Where did that's you hard see this? To believe. You got sources over at uh, Magic City or what? I'm reading it in the LA Times. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> Says working the day shift from 3 to 9. Aries said she danced last week for Williams. A regular at the club who has a dish named after him, the Lou Will Lemon Pepper Wings. After placing an order with the Magic City Kitchen, the high-scoring Clipper guard uh, went around the club, Ari said. And she was one of the few dancers who performed for him, keeping, of course, a six-foot distance. He tipped very well, she said. So, I didn't... Put your hands together for Aries. That's my wife's name, by the way. No, I'm just, I'm is just that what, kidding. Is that what you call her when the lights go off? <laughs> when she puts on a little... Hey, little, come here, Aries. A little, a little I mean, uh, Beth. Yes, I'm sorry. I so, uh, I didn't tell you this. <laughs> yes. I know the... Oh, I, I don't know if you want to... When you start like that, I can't wait to hear No, I, I have... Um, I'm pretty close with a parent of a player on the Clippers. And when all this was going down, and we were all joking last Saturday, the players and the People around the players were pissed. Like, I know it made a great story on social media and Twitter. Oh, my God, he was just there for the wings. The players were pissed. I'm telling you, he got a talking to, probably not from Kawhi because he doesn't talk, but when he got back, (laughs) they they were upset. They really were. So I thought that was really interesting that Stuff like that plays well on Twitter, but I think the players behind the scenes, and I'll tell you this, I think a lot of people uh, that work for the NBA were very upset because of the fact that, I mean, we they spent literally a couple hundred million dollars to set up this bubble, and Lou Williams and Aries were the ones that almost screwed it up for everybody. Well, joining us now on the hotline <laughs> is Aries. What would you like to ask her there first, Torres? You asked the first question. How are the Lou Williams chicken wings? I mean, that's what America's dying to know. They were great. We loved them. They were fantastic. I love when Lou comes in. We have chicken wings and we dance for him. If any stripper ever sounded like that, <laughs> the entire building would vacate. Why? What's wrong with the way I sound? <laughs> Your voice is deeper than mine. Wow. 
They call me Big E, but you can call me Little E. Aries. <laughs> Just bad joke, dude. <laughs> Even you know that was bad. Oh, jeez. Can you imagine, though? Hey, can you imagine that? That's just that's just so funny because he, he's there. And you know what? We laugh about it, as you said, but he really, really almost jeopardized uh, a lot of people there. I'm not going to say he was going to jeopardize the NBA season, but, I mean, my goodness, how crazy do you have to be to do something like that, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, well, I don't know if it's crazy to go to the strip club, but, you know, to... <laughs> to uh, the only reason he got caught was because the rapper ended up posting about it, and so well, I'm sure Aries would have come forward anyway. You think so, so Aries? Yeah. yeah, she she doesn't. Would you not love co- to have her on the show right now? Be honest. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, <laughs> we should call Magic. Eric, can we get Magic City online one? See if Aries is on the clock or what time We'd she like gets off. Look up the number for Aries. No, just Aries, like Madonna. Just Aries. See if you can find. <laughs> Dude, it was it was a crazy story. I mean, it happened a couple hours before we went on air last week and it's yeah. just like uh well he was denying that he was there for any uh dancing part you know what i mean yeah um and he said there was nobody there like no dancers there but that that wasn't true we we don't believe that i was gonna say real quick what'd yeah. you make of lakers clippers because i think the big takeaway that most people had was say what you want about lou williams he's a pretty good player he wasn't there montrez harrell wasn't there when that team's at full strength i think the clippers should be feeling pretty good yeah, but, you know, are they going to gel when they get the full strength? Um, It's not like the Lakers are at full strength right now. It's going to take them a little while also. You know what's so funny is if you take a look at the top four teams, the Lakers, the Clippers, um, certainly the, you can see some deficiencies out there. The Celtics, we'll see how they come out, but they lost to Milwaukee. And did you see that Giannis picking up that sixth foul and then the referees getting together? And uh, I don't know this for a fact, probably saying, Hey, we can't let him foul out. We're overturning the call. That's a block. No, that's what they did. I'm not kidding around about that. They, they picked up his sixth foul, and the referees got together. This was at the end of the game, like a couple minutes left or 30 seconds left. And they go, no, 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 no. That's our bad. We didn't mean to foul him out with a charge. That was a block. So, Giannis, you get to stay in the game, you know? Yeah, I saw all of it. It's wild because, again, I was filling in on the odd couple with a real professional Chris Broussard. Wow, you keep saying that. I don't. Oh, did I? I haven't. Even, I didn't even realize. Um, no, but but the game was going on, and I missed that play in real time because we were on air. Uh, but here's my question: for the conspiracy yeah. theorists that are adamant that Giannis got the call, why does the NBA care about Giannis? Like the Bucks are going to get the number one seed. Right, that loss right. had no impact on them at all. What is the benefit for the NBA to rig the game to keep Giannis in? No, no, there's no rigging going on. And matter of fact, the referees misread the email. They said it was <laughs> said wait till the playoffs, not yes. now. You, you made a mistake. We're we're supposed to give Giannis the benefit of the doubt in the playoffs, not these eight games. So I think the referees made a mistake there. That's what that's what happened there. Overturn the third foul, not the sixth one. So it's not yeah. so obvious. Yeah. Well, actually, they they did over. I think there was. One they overturned, and one they didn't call. So I think he had like eight or nine of them, but they, they, they just stopped at five. They just said, ah, that's it. Five's good enough. Hey, listen, the stars get the calls. LeBron's been getting calls. Michael Jordan supposedly got all the calls. That's what the people of his era said. Giannis is up next. How do you think about LeBron so far uh, with the two games back? I didn't think he was going to put in that much time. I thought he was going to be like everybody else and kind of uh, you know ease back into this whole thing, you know? Yeah, it was interesting because the first game against the, the the Clippers, I actually thought some of those other guys looked pretty good. Deion Waiters coming out of nowhere, I thought he, he played really well. Uh, Dwight Howard had a decent game. Kyle Kuzma played pretty well in the first game. 
And then tonight, I don't know if it was just the Raptors, uh, this was their first go at it and they were chomping at the bit or whatever, but the Raptors looked awesome. The Lakers struggled. I think it's going to be a struggle for the Lakers without Avery Bradley, without Rajon Rondo. Obviously, Rondo is eventually going to come back. Avery Bradley isn't. Uh, but they're not even close to full strength, and, and I do think they're going to struggle. How, how great is it that we just left the Raptors for dead once Kawhi Leonard left? Well, like, that's it. They're done. Come on now. What's wrong with everybody? No way. They'll be lucky to make the playoffs without Kawhi Leonard on the team. Um, they don't miss him a beat right now, you know? Well, I thought it was uh, when when the playoffs happened and the finals happened, and it was just, well, the only reason the Raptors won was because Kevin Durant didn't play. Well, injuries are part of the game. And I felt like it totally discredited how well they were playing at the end of the year. Now, did I think Pascal Siakam was going to turn into an all-star that's averaging 24 points a game this year? No. But if you watch that play, that finals, Kyle Lowry was awesome. Siakam was awesome. Uh, Fred Van Vliet was awesome. And so, like, the whole narrative that Kawhi single-handedly won them the championship, I didn't think that was fair. But, yeah, man, I am surprised at how well they're playing without him. I mean, it'd be pretty surreal if we just kind of gave up on them. Are they even going to make the playoffs? Should they tear down the no. roster? Uh, and here they are maybe playing. They're, they're playing as well as anybody, whether they can actually beat the Bucks and the Celtics and everybody in the playoffs. We'll see. Look, it was a good story when the Raptors won it last year. Um, not such a good story if they win it back-to-back. You know what I mean? Then we're like, hey, 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 come on now. Yeah. That's enough. We can't be having uh, a team in Toronto winning uh, winning NBA championships like that, you know? Yeah, especially when the Lakers are good, the Celtics are good. Uh, you know, I'm sure the Milwaukee. NBA, yeah, I'm sure the NBA would would prefer a uh, Lakers Celtics or uh, you know Giannis who, versus LeBron, something like that. Who are you taking right? If I said Lakers, Clippers, Milwaukee, Boston, give me one of the four. Who you think is going to win the championship? Who are you taking out of those four? I took the Clippers to start the season. I'm not changing now. I, Kawhi is that guy. I think he is the best player in the league right now. Better than LeBron, yes. We saw it the other night. He's been better than LeBron in the games head-to-head. Um, and I think, you know, they have the versatility uh, to basically – basically they have the versatility, especially defensively, to match up with anybody. And I think the underrated thing about the other night was how good offensively they will be when Lou Williams, when Montrez Harrell come back. I just think they're the deepest, most balanced, most versatile team. Giannis loses. Milwaukee doesn't get to a finals. I don't think he's going to end up in Milwaukee. I don't think okay. he's going to end up in Milwaukee anyway. You I, know? I have a thought on that. I know we got to get to DeSager. Let's talk yeah. about it after. All right, we'll get to Giannis. That's coming up next. First, though, let's see what's trending. We check in with DeSager. What's going on out there, DeSager? With the basketball ratings, by the way, the opening night matchup of Lakers versus Clippers, or reopening night, I guess we should say. That was the opening night matchup, remember, in October for TNT. In October, it got about 3.6 million viewers. It got about 3.4 million this week on Thursday night, but... But that includes TNT being blacked out in a couple of local markets. Not all of the L.A. area had it blacked out, but it does affect the number a little bit. Still, it's about double what a normal NBA regular season game would be doing. So it was great for them. And it was also great in the category of the NBA Thursday night, adults age 18 to 49, which advertisers love. That Clippers-Lakers was the highest rated TV program since the Matt Singer season finale on Fox in May. That's a, a popular show, that show? (laughs) Have we had much on TV since March? Uh, I guess. Uh, Anyway, so the, uh, what was it, 3.4 million or so for Clippers-Lakers Thursday. Baseball's return got 4 million on cable when it was Yankees-Nationals, and that included a rain delay, but still. Good, good news, predictably, ratings-wise, for the NBA. We had five games at the bubble at the Orlando Complex today. 
Lakers were in the late game. Toronto led LA 13-0 early. Yeah. Lakers tied it by early second quarter. In fact, the game was tied with under seven minutes left. Toronto wins at 107-92. Kyle Lowry, 33 points, 14 rebounds. LeBron James in defeat, 20 points, 10 boards. Anthony Davis was 0 for 3 shooting in the first half, 2 of 7 in the game. Indiana beat Philadelphia. Philly had 21 turnovers. The final, Pacers 127-121 as T.J. Warren scored 53 points. He was 20 of 29 shooting from the floor. Three-point range, he was 9 for 12, and Warren only had one turnover in 40 minutes of work. Wow. Joel Embiid in the loss had 41 points and 21 rebounds. And a little bit of a, you know, skirmish on the sidelines. Had to hold him back there. Three other games. That was great, by the way. You're just looking for that in every game? No, but I just, you know, him and his own teammate getting involved (laughs) into it, you know? Because you didn't have any wrestling tonight yet. (laughs) I did notice a hockey fight in the first game today, so that hasn't changed. Uh, The other three NBA games were all blowouts. The Clippers, my goodness, did they beat up New Orleans. Uh, The Clippers made a franchise record 25 three-pointers as a team. Wow. 25 for 47 from long distance. I'm glad that the scoring was going to suffer just like I predicted. (laughs) At 126 to 103, the final. They didn't need to play Zion Williamson a lot because the Pelicans were down at halftime, 77-45. So he got his 14 minutes, 7 points, 5 rebounds. Meanwhile, Paul George scored 28, Kawhi Leonard with 24 points. Those two stars came out in the third quarter, and the Clippers were up by 40 at the time. Oklahoma City led by 24 at the half, shooting 65% from the floor, and beat Utah 110-94. Notable because OKC is now only a half game behind Utah for the number four seed in the West. I mentioned Lakers-Clippers from Thursday night. That was the game for the Lakers out of these eight in the return, the seeding games as the league calls them, because now the Lakers have all but wrapped up. In fact, their magic numbers one to wrap up the top seed. They don't have to have a winning record in these eight games to finish up because they just beat the Clippers head to head. Clippers need to worry about the two seed at the moment. Miami beat Denver 125-105. He'd outscored him by 16 in the third quarter. Kelly Olynyk scored 20 points all in the wow. fourth. And Nuggets played without three injured guards, including Jamal Murray, who averages 19 points a game. So Denver from three-point range was 8 for 35. The NHL restarted, wins for the Islanders, Carolina, and Chicago upset Edmonton in the Oilers' home arena, remember? All of the Western Conference games are in Edmonton. But the Blackhawks were up 6-2 late, 6-4 the final. Tonight, Montreal in overtime beat Pittsburgh 3-2, and Calgary took the late game 4-1 over Winnipeg at the MLS quarterfinals on FS1. Portland was a winner, 3-1 against New York City. Minnesota United advanced to the semis. Major League Baseball, St. Louis at Milwaukee. The whole weekend is canceled because another Cardinal player had a positive virus test. Shall we say postpone? They're going to try and make up of these with all those seven-inning doubleheaders as much as they can. Cincinnati at Detroit postponed by bad weather. They'll try to have a doubleheader tomorrow. Extra inning wins for the Angels, Orioles, and Oakland. And the Cubs are 6-2. and two. They held on to beat Pittsburgh 4-3. Minnesota is 6-2. They shut out Cleveland 3-0. The Indians' offense was 2-for-29 with 11 strikeouts. And the Yankees' Aaron Judge homered for a fourth straight game. Gio Urshela, Grand Slam. Yankees 6-1. They beat Boston 5-2. Back to you.
All right, thanks to Sager. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with GEICO. Just go to GEICO.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You can reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin' Genius 1. Um, we left off where you said Giannis. Uh, if Milwaukee doesn't at least make it to the finals, I don't even know, unless they win it all, I don't know if he's going back to Milwaukee. Anyway, you know. Well, and I, I asked this question. Uh, I was filling out another show, and I said, <laughs> "Who?" It was actually the Odd Couple, but I, I'm yeah, not going to go there again. Just, just, just. But this was probably six weeks ago. Maybe it was during the pandemic. But I, the question was, you know, I was working with your buddy Rob Parker, and of course, Rob, oh, LeBron has the most to lose, and I said. I do think LeBron has the most to lose because if he doesn't win the championship, then he will be criticized. But I think the Bucks, as an organization have more to lose than LeBron individually because uh, Giannis has nothing to lose. He's a star. He's an MVP. But if the Bucks lose early, like you said, if they can't get back to the Eastern Conference Finals, if they get back to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose in five to the Raptors or the Celtics or whoever, I think that conversation starts to get real. So I would ask you, the Bucks as an organization or LeBron as a player? Who has more to lose? Well, I agree with you on that. Milwaukee has the most to lose there. But if we're not taking the this, this season seriously because— I, I disagree. I think it's easy to say we're not. Did you see the reaction? We, we spent all of Friday— Overanalyzing what did the Lakers Clippers mean? Is you know are the Lakers really better? The Clippers didn't have this guy. What does it mean when they're full strength? We're taking it seriously. Like you could, say, people are saying that we're not. If the Bucks lose in the second round to the 76ers or whoever, that will be a massive talking point in sports. Isn't it more about where he just wants to live? Is it really about, and I know people say, oh, I want to win a championship, I want to win a championship. Um, It's not like you're going to, you know, um, not win a championship if you went to the Lakers or something like that. Yeah, but I think, I don't think he dislikes living in Milwaukee. He, He said, like, I... Like, I like living in the small town. I like these fans. I like everything. But at a certain point, it is about winning, right? And I I thought it was something interesting that Colin brought up this week is that, you know, people want to tear down Kawhi because he doesn't play as many games in the regular season. But fans have been saying the only thing that matters is championships. The only thing that matters is championships. So how are you going to blame Kawhi when the end result is that the last two times he's been to the finals, he's won a championship, he's won an MVP uh, of the NBA finals, and oh, by the way, he has the Clippers in position to do it again. And so I think when you're Giannis, I don't think it's fair. I hope he stays in Milwaukee. But, I mean, if they lose early in the playoffs, the criticism, well, he can't win a championship there. He's got to go somewhere else. Let me ask you this: How popular is Giannis right now in the NBA? Or you overall? love this art? You love this conversation that like nobody knows who he is. That's where you're going to go with this, right? No, I'm just, well, first of all, how popular is he, and how popular would he be if he played for the Lakers? Uh, I don't think it matters. I really oh, don't. Oh, that's ridiculous, Aaron. How po- that's ridiculous. How popular was Brandon Ingram when he played for the Lakers? How popular? Well, from, well, you, are they have the same type of game? Is that what you're trying to tell me? They actually have a pretty similar game. How well, popular would Zion be if he was a Laker or he, New York Knicks? I think just as popular as he is now. If he's not playing, it doesn't matter. I think the NBA is so much more about who you are rather I don't think it matters where you play anymore. Russell Westbrook was one of the biggest stars in Oklahoma City. Kevin Durant was one of the biggest stars in Oklahoma City. I think if I think the way that Giannis goes from great NBA player to like international superstar is I think he's got to get to the finals and play LeBron. I do. 
I think it's about winning. I don't think it's about going to one market or one team or one this or one that. When you say you don't have to play at a major market, I agree with you with that on football. But basketball is a whole different story. You you have to be a Laker. Uh, you have to be in Los Angeles. Zion's you... like the second biggest draw, and he plays in New Orleans. Yeah, Steph well, Curry you... plays in uh, San Francisco. The, right, but that's still a you know that's California though still. Oh, so now it's Cal- It's by state. Okay, I'm glad we've established. Well, I'm trying to make my point. You're making it I know. tough for me. Yeah? Of course, because it's an awful point. I, really? I, I, it doesn't wait, you're matter. T- wait, 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 wait. You're Did trying you to tell me- Did you not watch Russell Westbrook because he played in Oklahoma? Of you're really you trying didn't. to make a case that saying playing for the major market teams doesn't really, uh, you know, um, make their star value go up where they get right. more Let me uh, ask you commercials this. and stuff like that? Go Let ahead. Let me ask you this. Yeah. When was Kyrie Irving- the most notable when he was with LeBron in Cleveland. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. He's in New York right now. He's in Brooklyn. He's in the Mecca. He's in, he's in New York yeah, city, Brooklyn. It's New York city. It's one of the five boroughs. You can't, you can't already. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm t- taking your, your point and putting it on the ground and <laughs> squashing it with my foot. But Kyrie, you're making grapes out of my point. I, I sure am, and uh, it's delicious. I can't lie. But like Kyrie was a star when he was in the finals every year. Uh, Steph was a star when he was in the finals every year. Being in New York has nothing to do with anything. It doesn't matter. He's Aaron Torres. Yeah, I'm yeah. Now throwing a break. You know I'm right. Well, I run, we're short on time here. You want to be part of the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin' Genius 1. Uh, we'll come back. We'll give our, our picks uh, as we finish out the Power Hour. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports or Radio. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. This segment brought to you by Geico. Remember, Torres and I sitting in for Bernie Fratto and straight out of Vegas. So the bonus hour is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Keep it right here, though. Bobo's going to duck out early. What a slacker. So's the Sager. I think we have a producer today. He'll probably duck out early, too. You you gave uh, DeSager the last hour off. That was so nice of you. That was, yeah, I, uh, he cries all the time ah, about that. So. I want to see what's on the other broadcast. Wow. Wow. People and we have on Arnie Ardio. Hold on. I think I got it right here. I'm old. Give me, give me, give me. <laughs> I, that was good. I don't know if – I think his impression of Aries was a little bit better. Do we have no, Aries on line yeah. one again? <laughs> Aries, are you there? Are you there? Hi. How you doing, Aaron? You still owe me some money. All right, um, right here it says here, Paul said if market size mattered, Durant would have signed with the Knicks. Westbrook stayed in Oklahoma City because he didn't need L.A. or New York City. So you're telling me that being the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys uh, doesn't uh, elevate your star status, right? Is that what you're trying to tell me? What, uh, what um, are the Dallas Cowboys in the NBA bubble? Are no, they, but are you, they the well, you said you don't need the majors, the, the major markets. Uh, so not you know, play for the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, well, you don't need it for the NFL when you're a big star like Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay or something like that, though. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. I think baseball is the one that still helps. Like, I think Aaron Judge being in New York is a lot different than Aaron Judge being in Cincinnati. Um, but the NBA, we now have really like a 10, 15 year track record. LeBron's been the biggest star in the league, uh, spending most of his career in Cleveland. We just talked about Westbrook. Giannis is emerging. Uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, Paul, Don- George, Paul George is in LA right now. He's an uh, all-star caliber player. 
he is not more high profile than Clay Thompson. What matters is, I'm telling you, it's winning, going in the playoffs, deep in the playoffs when the casual fan comes back and watches it. it, it like the way I always equate it is this, right? Is like my wife very rarely watches sports. She'll watch the finals with me. She knows who Clay Thompson is because he played in the finals. If Giannis gets to the finals this year and she, he goes seven games against LeBron, people will know who Giannis is. Jason says Torres, Greek freak, is the best player in the league, soon to be two-time MVP and global superstar already. He doesn't need approval from that blank turd stinking genius. Wow, yes, because uh, let me tell you something. Giannis is probably the most um, under-the-radar superstar I've ever seen in my life, to be honest. I There's a lot of people that don't even know who Giannis is because he plays up there in Milwaukee. Well, I think he plays in Milwaukee. He is from overseas. He wasn't in college. I mean, more people know Zion, and this is like, this is, now I could do a college basketball rant, but like playing on national TV at a Duke, at a Kentucky, at a Kansas, that helps. Uh, you know, and so and Giannis hasn't had that big playoff moment where again, where he's going head to head with LeBron or Steph or whomever. And I hope we get it this year. But I, I do think that there's something to be said for he hasn't had a deep playoff run. And that's why a lot of people don't know about him quietly when he when he's at home, the commissioner, Commissioner Silver, uh, at the end of the day, what is he saying to himself about Giannis? Boy, I hope he stays in Milwaukee or man, I hope he goes to the Lakers or the Knicks to resurrect the Knicks or someplace else. What do you think he's saying to himself that I'll never admit? I think I, I truly believe that he's saying, I hope Giannis gets to the finals this year against LeBron, because if he goes head to head with LeBron and he plays as well as LeBron, he will be the league's next mega superstar. And I'm not saying that he's not a good player because I know NBA fan. Oh, he's already a superstar in my Aries voice there. But um, <laughs> but. He's already a superstar, but there's a difference between being known by the casual fan and being known by everybody. And so I think Adam Silver, I just think he wants him in the finals this year. And then if he gets to the finals, if he becomes a superstar, if he goes to the Knicks, if he goes to the Lakers, there's talk that he'd go to the Warriors. Then if that happens, that's fine. But build up the superstar resume now while in Milwaukee. But is, but is that where the commissioner wants him, though? Where, where would the commissioner feel that it's best for the NBA, not for Giannis, but for the NBA, for Giannis to go to what team, though? I don't think it matters. I really don't, Arnie. The Knicks haven't wow. been relevant in 20 years. Well, wait, wait a minute. We weren't clamoring. I mean, the, the, go back to the NBA draft about can Zion go to the Knicks? Can Zion somehow go to the Lakers? I mean, it was it was all the rage about how we uh, somehow can Zion go to one of those great uh, iconic teams out there. That's, that's all we were trying to think about. It's because the Knicks have been so bad for so long that we want to give them something to be excited about. If the Knicks, if it was that important, like 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 I said, I, I used the perfect example and you had nothing to say and you tripped over your own words. Okay. The most high profile that Kyrie Irving ever was was playing in Cleveland when they were going to the finals every year. He's in New York now. He's in the world's biggest media market and nobody cares because the team stinks and he's a little loco and he talks about flat earth and all that stuff, but mostly because the team stinks. If he was with LeBron in Cleveland or in Oklahoma City or in Miami or in wherever, it doesn't matter. So the same thing's going to happen to Kevin Durant then too? If they don't win, yeah. Do you, do you think that the, the NBA, let's say next year Durant and Kyrie come back healthy. Is the NBA going to be that much better because a team in New York makes the finals if they make the finals? Does it matter? If it's Brooklyn, it doesn't matter. But if it's the New York you're Knicks, it matters. You're a Knicks fan. That's why you're saying it. The Knicks have no, they're, they're an iconic team there. 
Sure. Iconic, that means historic. That means they haven't been good in a while. The league has moved on. The highest rated NBA Finals ever was the Chicago Bulls and the Utah Jazz. If you have superstars, it doesn't matter. If your stars win games, that's the part that matters. Highest rated Finals ever, Utah Jazz. Three hours are in the books. Our show's over, but stick around for the bonus hour. We're filling in for Bernie, uh, Bernie Frato straight out of Vegas. So it'll be Torres and I. We'll get to a little Vegas stuff, maybe some gambling. I'll give my picks out during the Vegas segment. I might as well wait there. All coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, good evening, everyone, as we come into you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. It's brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. We're sitting in for straight out of Vegas, our buddy Bernie Fratto. Though, who do we send our bill to? I think we send it to R.J. Bell, right? It's his, you know, it's his thing. So I, I think we need to, I need to get a, like a nice suite. When I come to Vegas, I need a round trip um, private plane to Vegas and, uh, you know, maybe a show or something like that. Is, is Liberace still around? I don't know. <laughs> Call up your girl Aries, get her out there. Um, Everybody wants to hear from Aries at this hour. I see that right yes, now. Yes, yeah, we're getting more calls for Aries, <laughs> but we are in for straight out of Vegas. Uh, Bernie is away. He told us that he is not, after this week, He is uh, he's locked in through the end of football season. So excited to be uh, filling in, but yeah, man, we got another hour. Where uh, where did he go? Was vacation time out there for Bernie or what? I do not know. I do know that last time that I was supposed to fill in with him, I couldn't come in his studio, and Chris Plank filled in, and he said that he listened to this hour. So wherever he is, he may be listening. So uh, it's time for you to uh, grow up, start acting professional, and actually put on a good hour for the next hour. Please. So no no Aries then coming up this hour. Then there's. I mean, if Aries calls in, Aries calls in. I, I think, <laughs> what's that, Eric? We we have her on line one. Oh, Aries, is that it. you? Oh. We just uh, oh, that, that was the best bit that you've done since we started the show three years ago. It was hurting my voice for crying out loud. It was I hurting Every time I do the Arnie Spaniard, it hurts my voice, too. Uh, we have a lot to get to this hour. If you want to be part of the show as we sit in for Bernie Fratto straight out of Vegas, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. By the way, you're due to go back out to Vegas pretty soon, right? You're You're supposed to go out there like a month ago or something. Well, yeah, I was supposed to go out in the middle of July, and then there was an uptick, and my buddy that I was supposed to go with uh, was, I don't want to say he was afraid to travel. It right, was more right. that he was just concerned that things would start closing down. So I, I do think, look, man, room rates are really cheap. I'm not trying to plug anything on this show. but Do you think uh, the sports is going to bring back people to Vegas, the, the sports book? Or because people could always gamble on the computer. You don't have to go to Vegas to get your bets in. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think anything that uh, will draw people there is a good thing, and I do think that with the NBA back, with uh, the NHL back, with games going a little bit later, you know, listen, you know me, Arnie, perfect day for me. Go to the pool till about five five thirty. Yeah. Swing back, uh, get, you know, throw down a little money on whatever NBA or NHL game is going on. So look, I think all this stuff helps. I'd say so. Let me ask you a question that neither one of us is going to have the answer to. And we always rely on Bernie, but he's not here today. You know, we talked about how when the NBA came back, ratings were through the roof. You know, you hear the Sager bring the ratings all the time. Major League Baseball, that first game between what the Nationals and the Yankees, 4 million, up 260-something percent or something uh, to that fact. I don't know what the NHL is going to be. Um, do you think gambling is up per game? Do you think like, oh, people are like, oh, I, I've got to gamble now that sports is back. 
I've got to go ahead and, you know, get my action in. Or uh, is it lower than anticipated and it takes a while to, 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 uh, to bring it back up? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that we have no idea and are right, just of totally course. speculating. Right. I will say, uh, because I think Bernie is incredible at what he does, I mean, he's referenced throughout this time that UFC one weekend after another after another is setting all-time betting handles. NASCAR right. has set betting handles. So I would assume that uh, some of these NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball games are – uh, now, obviously, there's a lot more games to bet on as opposed to the UFC, which is one card every weekend, or NASCAR, which is one race every weekend. I would guess the betting's pretty good, though. I really would. I think the NHL's benefiting from the, you know, starting at noon, playing all through the day, kind of like the way the NBA is. I think they're getting a lot more gambling on the NHL than they're used to. I think probably Major League Baseball maybe the same or maybe down a tick. And I think NBA would be up because you could feel like you could take advantage of the lines because you're feeling like, okay, are they going to score less because they're in a bubble and no fans? Um, you know, is one team going to blow out the other team because the other team has nothing to play for or they've got guys with the virus? So I think it's an easier way to feel like you have some type of advantage when you gamble in the NBA. That's why that's going to be up, you know? Yeah, I I just think I'll say this too. I I find it very interesting. I guess a lot of the NBA lines have been way off. I don't know how you can possibly project uh, these games and these lines with not knowing what the effect of fans is going to be, not knowing the effect of what an extended layoff is going to be for these NBA teams. I mean, well, the gamblers like you know our buddy like R.J. Bell, uh, Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers, um, all those gambling guys out there, Bernie Fratto. That that's that's what their job is to do. They figure out, you know, will there be unders? How much is the line affected? From what I understand, and I don't know this for a fact. Don't hold it to me. Um, when they had that first, not the preseason, but when they had the first welcome back game in the NBA, the first game had ten minute quarters, and the line was not adjusted well enough in Vegas, and. Um, a lot of the games went under because they didn't adjust the line so well. So, you know, I'm wondering if people feel like they have an advantage betting on the NBA, I guess is my thought there. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, a couple of buddies of mine have, have had very strong leans as far as gambling buddies. So it's just really interesting because I don't know how you can factor that in. And I think it's going to be really interesting if we get to the NFL season and there's no oh. – Yeah, I mean, imagine – a place like Minnesota, that's such a great home field advantage in that dome. Uh, Arrowhead Stadium, which is a great home field advantage. They have Patrick Mahomes. I get it. Seattle. Uh, it's just going to be incredible. And, and and then the opposite perspective of do the Chargers now have an advantage that they're not playing essentially sixteen home uh, sixteen road games? It's just it's just going to be interesting to see how this all plays out uh, if it extends into football, which it obviously will. I think betting on college football this year. Um, and you mentioned the NFL. I think you get some real, real benefits, like betting against the Patriots, and we brought this up earlier. Um, I don't care how good Cam Newton used to be many years ago. He's not the same Cam Newton, and this is a garbage Patriots team, um, especially Cam Newton not going to have any preseason games. Stidham not going to have a chance, if he's going to be the quarterback, to work um, under any preseason games. 
They're not going to get any action in until week number one. I'm betting against the Patriots just about every week. I think they're going to be a garbage team. I think I'm getting advantage on betting against the Patriots. Well, for people that are new to our show that have not listened to us, you've picked against the Patriots every week uh, for at least the three years that I've worked with you. More than Rob Parker's picked against the Patriots. Oh, wow. See, now that's saying something right there. Wow. So wow. I, I don't know if this is new, but it is interesting, wow. right? And then the <laughs> And then the other thing, thanks for, thanks for chiming in, Rob, is uh, it, the other thing is... Is, is all these guys didn't have time to work out with their teammates. I mean, that was the big thing with Tom Brady, right? He keeps breaking the law literally so he can work out with his teammates. And Cam, Stidham, uh, I know Stidham was with the organization, but I think that's going to be a factor as well. I want to ask you who benefits from no preseason games? Who gets clobbered? I already said uh, the Patriots get clobbered because of no preseason games, only because they have two new quarterbacks. One's a rookie. Now, he was on the team last year in Stidham, but let's be honest. He's, for the most part, rookie. He's raw as could be. And Cam Newton has not had a chance to work with, for the most part, anybody in the Patriots. He won't play any preseason games with his new team- teammates. Um, I think it just crushes the Patriots. But then again, a team like Baltimore, who's a veteran team, now they're used to Lamar Jackson. I think it helps them. They don't need the preseason. Just puts them uh, puts them at an advantage over the other teams out there. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, obviously over these next couple weeks, especially as training camps really ramp up, I think we'll get a better feel. Uh, But I I think these conversations are fascinating, right? Because, um, you know, you look at teams that have a lot of continuity, you think that it would help going into a season like this, whether it is the Rams, who basically uh, Goff and McVay have been together three, four years now. Uh, What about somebody like Pittsburgh, where Roethlisberger coming back from major injury, would he benefit from one preseason game? Um, or is he good to go because he's such a veteran out there? No, I think that's fair. And let's not forget the last time that Ben Roethlisberger was basically full time with the uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, he had some guy named Antonio Brown that was uh, you know catching balls, deep balls uh, from him. So I never think heard of him. I think it's yeah. fascinating. I think it's absolutely fascinating. Who? What about the rookie quarterbacks? Dolphins probably go with Tua. Joe Burrow with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, does that mean Cincinnati's due for another 2-14 and 14 year because Joe Burrow not getting any work? I mean, you talk about coming in raw. You've got Tua and Burrow there. They're like a deer in the headlights. Do they, you know, how much do they suffer because of no preseason? It'll be interesting. I mean, you know, with Burrow, uh, I'm not as high on him as others. I, I think he's a really talented player. But I also think a lot of things broke right in his situation. But you look at the Bengals. I mean, look, there was a reason that they went 2-14 and 14 last year, and it was a severe lack of talent. The thing you can say about the, the Dolphins is, even yeah. though they traded so many of their kind of marquee players, Laramie Tunsil, Minka Fitzpatrick, all those guys, uh, guys emerged for that team over the course of the year. Now, I'm not saying that they're loaded like the Chiefs are loaded or anything, but I do think it's a little bit of a better situation for Tua. I would also say, as weird as it sounds with the Patriots being in the same division, I think it's an easier division. I mean, you look at the division that that the Bengals are in right now and that Joe Burrow is walking into, you have the number one seed from last year in Baltimore. You have Pittsburgh, who's always competitive, and say what you want about the Browns. I mean, in terms of pure football talent, you got to say they're the top three, four rosters in the NFL, right? Does Baker Mayfield need uh, preseason games, or <laughs> does he already know what he's doing and just needs to get out there? I would hope that he doesn't need more time with Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry after last year. 
Uh, I would think that that this offseason, as bad as he was, I would think it's more important to work with the coaching staff than it would be any individual player for the for the Browns. I think the Cowboys benefit. Dak doesn't need the preseason. We certainly know Ezekiel Elliott doesn't need the preseason. They've got a bunch of veterans. I well, think it works in their benefit out of having a preseason out there. Well, and think of it the other way, too, is you have a new head coach uh, in Washington, Ron Rivera. You have a new head coach in New York. And you got the Eagles, which Carolina. Have, well, no, I'm just talking about in the yeah. division with the okay, Cowboys. Yeah. Is two new head coaches, uh, two second year quarterbacks, uh, and and even the Eagles. I know they won their division, but they had so much turnover on that roster with all those injuries that I do think it's advantage Dallas because they at least have the continuity of playing together that core for the last couple of years. I'm curious to see who gets the benefit in Chicago because Nick Foles is a veteran. That guy doesn't need more than three minutes of preseason, but Trubisky yet has got a couple of years under his belt. Who who's who's the starter in week number one in that week in that uh, on that team? They're doing everything they can to, to give Trubisky a chance, but I, I think he's the starter week one. I think by the end of the season, I I, I just I don't see it. I just don't. I mean, I, I haven't seen anything from him. Even the year they won, they won the division and made the playoffs and had success, I think we all knew that it was because of the defense and not so much Trubisky. I think this is it for him. I really do. Oh, Packers, you know they're bummed that Jordan Love can't get any preseason games in. Um, I, I, it's just going to be all Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love might as well just go ahead and not even put a uniform on. He's not getting in any game unless uh, Rodgers goes down, that's for sure. Have you have you guys started having the conversation yet uh, in uh, Vermont about Aaron Rodgers, New England Patriot, a year from now? Yeah, we've talked about it. And I everybody says, well, no, you got to wait two years because of this, and it would cause so much against the cap, and it would destroy Green Bay. I thought it was only after this year. Can they have a little bit of an out? But money aside, absolutely. I'd, I'd do that in a heartbeat if I'm the Patriots because Stidham's not the answer, and I don't think Cam Newton's going to be long for the Patriots because he'll never get the money close to what he's going to want. Okay, hypothetical. You get, you're the Patriots. You have a disastrous year this year. Everybody opts out. Cam's terrible. Number one pick, Trevor Lawrence or Aaron Rodgers? Oh, that's an easy one, Trevor Lawrence. Really? Uh, Rogers does, oh, abs- not even close. Not even close. I mean, how many more years does Aaron Rodgers have left yet? You're going to give me a quarterback of the future who may be. Maybe. Um, that's the key word. May but I'm going to get 15 years of this maybe quarterback who I. The Cleveland Browns thought they were going to get 15 years of Baker Mayfield. No, the, the, Baker the, Mayfield wasn't as highly touted as like somebody Jets. like Tua or like. Um, like Trevor Lawrence. The New York Jets thought they were going to get 15 years out of Sam Darnold. Things change quick in this league, well, man. Somebody got mono. Yo, wow, they get, nah, he got I'm mono. Kidding, he got interceptionitis is what he got. Oh, that was terrible. That was like I, see ghost. I see ghosts. I see ghosts. Yeah, he did. He sure did. Yeah, it was the Patriots defense. Yeah. I see ghosts out there. You want to get in? He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You can reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One as we sit in for Bernie Fratto and straight out of Vegas. We'll come on back. I want to get a little bit into baseball and the NBA in full swing. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports or Radio. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. You see, it works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. Matter of fact, there's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You want to be part of the show? Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. 
we got a new crew that came in. Bobo left, whatever our producer's name was left, and now we got a new producer and uh, a new uh, technical director. Uh, I, I I think you might have uh, uh, Eric. You still there, buddy? Yeah, you know I'm. Oh, it's still the same producer. He's still working hard back there. We do have a new board op, Chris. We have a new update guy, Brian Fenley. You gave Steve DeSager the rest of the night off. Oh, and and we still have the same producer, too. Yeah. Well, you know, you you say I'm not really much of a producer anyway. Wow, look at you. You're so sensitive. This is the guy who I worked with for, you know, about two years, and he comes to L.A. and then introduces himself to me. He's like, hey, I'm Arnie. I'm like, yeah, I've been on your show for about a year and a half. The first time that I met him in person, (laughs) he did that, too. I think he was about to ask me to go get him a coffee. Yes, uh, can you get me a coffee, whatever your name is? Yes. When, when Arnie comes into town, it's like a tornado comes through the studios. It's it's like he tries to be the guy, like the, the, the crazy uncle. Wow. It's like, it just comes in. It's the like crazy damn, younger yeah. brother. Yeah, See, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's the opposite. I think it's more like a uh, deserted town. There's a tumbleweed rolling through because nobody wants to be here. <laughs> well, every, everybody's yeah. working from home today? Weird. <laughs> yeah, what a weird coincidence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Are, is, uh, is a lot of people going back to studios, uh, Torres, or are they still doing it at home? No, pretty much just me. Uh, oh, wow. Host wise, I, I mean, you, the guys might know better, but it's basically me, Jason McIntyre. There aren't very many. I like coming into the studio, though. I like seeing the guys. I like, uh, I think it, you know, I just think it sounds better. So, All right. Uh, let's, uh, a couple things I want to get in there. First of all, the NBA returning. Um, overall, first weekend, your thoughts, uh, the action good? Are you digging it? Are you into the games? Are you just picking out like Laker games or Clipper games or maybe Celtics are the top teams out there? And by the way, I think the NBA would have been better served had we just gone straight into the playoffs like, uh, like the NHL did or something to that effect. Because now I'm kind of waiting for these eight games, and I know I love sports back, but now I kind of want to just get through these eight games, you know? Yeah, see, I I actually, I'm just enjoying it. I really am. Um, And it's funny because we had a listener tweet in earlier that he believed, or I believe it was a gentleman, that that, uh, most people or some people are starting to get used to life without sports and it hasn't affected them. I think it's the opposite. I think it's made me realize how much I love sports, how much I've missed sports since they've been gone. And I have been loving every second of the NBA. I mean, I was doing stuff around the house today. I had on the Heat Nuggets. I had on the, the Oklahoma City game, the Clippers game. I'm loving it. Give me more. And uh, sports all day, every day with the NHL now back. That's an awesome thing. On our show, and this was a couple of hours ago, I asked you this question. And I thought I'd kind of revisit this. Um, we talked about teams using facial recognition um, where you would get a ticket to the game. You would uh, take a picture of yourself, have it uploaded to, let's say, Ticketmaster. So when you go to the game, it's paperless. You lower your mask so cameras can see your face, and they will let you in. Another camera will would take your temperature to make sure you know you're not you don't have a fever and COVID. So my question is, wouldn't that make you feel safer? going to a game or would you still say no 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 that's still not enough precautions or even if somebody gets in because they don't have a fever doesn't mean they don't have covid um or is that going to still make you hesitate going back to games yeah i think if too much big brother i guess is what i'm asking yeah i think if like if the facial recognition was like some weird database where the they they could tell if somebody had had COVID recently or something like that, I think I'd feel different. If it's just so I don't have to hand somebody a ticket, right. it feels like there are more efficient ways, including just going paperless tickets on your phone, which a lot of stadiums do anyway. 
But even at that point, doesn't it make you feel safer that you know they're taking everybody's temperature and that uh, at least allegedly that everybody's supposed to be um, safe going into a game as nobody has COVID? I just, you know, you and I have talked about this for months now, is I uh, temperature means nothing. Every Most of the people getting this virus are asymptomatic. They don't so what have- would you have to do to feel safer than going to a game or you're just never going to feel safer going to a game? I feel safe now. I would, I would go to a game now if I could. I think it's not. No, you're not going to a game if it's if I told you to go to a football game and there's a hundred thousand people in the stadium. You're not going, are you? I mean, that would just be kind of annoying. I I don't think I would be afraid of the virus. Now, I right. would be considerate of other people. I see my in laws oh, pretty regularly who are both in their sixty. Well, one right. my my father in law seventy. Um. So, but I have no personal fear of going to games. Um. I just I don't understand the need for facial recognition. I'm, I still we've talked about it twice now. I I can't wrap my head around why it's necessary. Why we can't just go with paperless tickets? You think it's too much Big Brother, too intrusive, um, to the people going? Because you know, part of me is like, yeah, I don't know if I want people, you know, just be able to, um, you know, take my picture. And then another part of me says, well, they have pretty much everything through my phone and Facebook anyway. So what's uh, what's this going to make a difference? You know. Yeah, I just uh, the facial recognition thing to me is weird, and we've talked about it twice now, and you still haven't given me like a good. And it's not your fault, but I'm just saying I don't understand what you're getting out of it that you can't just get from paperless tickets. That's I, I just don't get it, you know. And like like I said earlier, and, and to say well, th- me, first of all, it, it could be spread through the paperless tickets. You're, you know, you could spread the COVID passing it out to you know to one of the uh, ushers or whatever out there. Or- no. All you do is you stick out your phone. You don't even need an usher. You just put it under a little scanner, something right. like kind of like the way we board airplanes now, right? Exactly. Yes. I yeah. So to me, I, I just I don't understand. Like I said earlier, and to say you agree with me is there's like eight steps that we skip from having physical hard tickets to getting facial recognition. I just feel like there's got to be a way that they're not scanning my face from a million miles away. I I think I was wrong. I said we were going to have full. Um, full stadiums in some of the college football games. I don't think we're ever going to get full stadiums or allowed to have full stadiums until next summer or something like that. I think we're going to have a, a, a hurt attendance because of the COVID. It's going to be a while before we have full stadiums. Well, it's really interesting because a lot of these college football teams, uh, a lot of these college football uh, programs have said that they believe that they are going to have fans in the stands when games start. Now, I don't know if they're just trying to appease their fans. Well, they'll have some, not full. They'll have some. I mean, do we really feel that way? I mean, do you really feel in a month that we're going to be able to have fans in the stands? In football, absolutely. Got a lot of con- I mean, we can't even do baseball without fans, without people getting this virus. Now we're going to put college kids at risk by bringing 30,000 people into a stadium? Well, I, look, I, let me ask you this, because I don't know if this is to be the fact out there. I read this here locally, and I guess if we're doing it, you guys must be doing it. Um, the students that are coming back to the University of Vermont, they're getting tested every day for the first month. By the school? By the school. That's incredible. I, I didn't know schools could afford it. I've heard of some well, You guys are not... You guys are not doing that? Well, USC and UCLA aren't having students at all. 
So, okay, so I, they don't no need for that. Then. Yeah, and so I can't speak to the other schools, but I've heard of schools requiring a negative test before they'll allow you to move into the dorms. Right. But I every day is pretty incredible. I mean, just for the first the month, just for the first month. Still, but that how many undergrad? They must have 15, 20,000 undergrads. Um, no, I think we're to be honest, I think we were like 10. Oh, okay. It's still. not as big, but still that is a lot of money. Yes, but um again, we're a vacation destination. These kids all go downtown. Um what are we going to do? You know, we're in a small town here. Everybody kind of conjugates together in the same places. You've got it. I, I, you know, you, you threw me for a loop there. I thought you were going to tell me, oh, yeah, we're doing that out here, too. All the schools are doing that out here, you know? Well, what I would also say is that uh, what's really interesting about that, I actually had a pretty interesting conversation with somebody in college football this week. I think the real the reality, Arnie, and I'm not trying to be sarcastic, I'm not trying to be funny, I think maybe school officials understand that the healthcare system can't like if there's an outbreak right and a bunch of kids have it and they're passing it on to the adults that they're coming in contact with that oh geez yeah that the the healthcare system probably can't handle it so that would make a lot of sense to me because i think that's the fear in some of these small college towns even in sec country big 12 country is you know can starkville mississippi with twenty thousand students i mean if God forbid something happens, uh, can the, the, the local healthcare system handle that? Uh, and so I wonder if that's the same thing going on in Burlington. He's Aaron Torres. Uh, I'm Arnie Spanier. You can reach us through Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. As we're sitting in for Bernie Fratto straight out of Vegas, I want to get to some Major League Baseball. We'll see if we're going to be able to hold on to a season. We'll get to that next. But first, let's see what's trending. Our buddy B. Fenn is in the house. What's going on, B. Fenn? It's been a while. Fenley Fanatics, right? Is that what it is? Where are the Fenley Fanatics? Yeah, by the way, Maller Militia reached out to me, and Arnie, they want to tell you that they miss you a lot. Yes. They sent me a winky face emoji, and they wanted me to tell you they idolize you. Yeah. You know Arnie is afraid. Like, when he, <laughs> yes. ca- like he cowers. Uh, like, he needs a day off just from getting the email to, to come in to <laughs> the, fill in for The ben. boss goes, do you want to fill in for Ben Maller? I go, over my dead body. <laughs> over my dead body, and then I start crying on the telephone. He goes, okay, okay, relax yourself. You don't have to fill it. I love how you called our producer Eric sensitive, and you yourself right now are sounding no! like you're very wow! sensitive. Already. The truth it. hurts, Arnie Spanier. The truth hurts. <laughs> Guys, by the way, the NBA delighting us with five games on Saturday. TJ Warren canceling the 76ers defense, 53 points as the Pacers impale the 76ers, 107-101. By the way, T.J. Leaf emasculating Joel Embiid after dunking in his face in that game. (laughs) The Raptors flush down the Lakers, 107-92. L.A. has whiffed in their last 11 straight games to Toronto. Paul George ate three-pointers. The Clippers make 25 of them to terrorize the Pelicans, 126-103. The Thunder and the Heat winning as well. NHL restart. The Flames suffocate the Jets, 4-1. Jeff Petrie scores the game winner in overtime as the Canadians sucker punch the Penguins 3-2. Major League Baseball, the NL Central leading Cubs, register three home runs to dispose of the Pirates 4-3. The Rockies take hold of the NL West after slurping up the Padres 6-1. The Angels notch a sack fly and shove aside the Astros 5-4 in 10 innings. Houston puking to 4-4 on the season. Back to Aaron Torres 
and the darling of the Maller Militia, wow. Arnie Spanier. <laughs> Thanks, B. Finn. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. To be honest, it's so hard for me to fill in for Ben Maller because that's 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. East Coast time. That kind of just knocks me off the whole next day. I got to get some sleep, you know? You're getting soft in your old age, Arnie. Wow. Never been the uh, overnight type guy. You know, that's never been my thing. No? I mean, you filled in literally every shift. I mean, I've I've heard you at all hours. I've woken up some days, and you, uh, Aaron, I need you. I need you to call in. I need I need help. I'm filling in. I've I've filled in one time. Um, I, I think one of the guys couldn't get their equipment on, or the engineer didn't show up, or something, and my phone started burning off the hook at 6 a.m. I think it was on a Saturday. I don't even remember. Yeah, I think it was a Saturday, and they're like, uh, "You got to get on. We have nobody to call." Because, you know, it takes everybody like an hour to get to the studio. I have one in my house. I walked to the office. I turned on my thing, and they had the mic hot. And I just had, I was just talking right away. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Can you hear like, me? Can you tough. hear me? Yeah. Oh, huh? unbelievable. Survived. It was uh, was crazy. Major League Baseball, though, are they going to survive? You know, we heard that, uh, you know, they, Manfred said, hey, you, you better go ahead and get everything in order. Um, get your act together. And he was sending a message there. I think it was a little bit too stern of a message. Then he said, well, we're not quitters. I think baseball will be okay. I was a little worried about things maybe getting shut down Monday or next week because of what was going on with the virus and all the games that were getting canceled out there, you know? Yeah, uh, I was on air uh, when that news broke with a real professional, Chris Broussard. Of course, of course, yes. Uh, For the fourth time I've said it in this show for people that are just tuning in. But no, and and I always took it as just reading between the lines. It kind of felt like Rob Minfred trying to kind of rally the troops like, hey, if you guys don't get your stuff together, we're going to have to shut this thing down. Because what it goes back down to is this whole thing started because the Miami Marlins were reportedly out having a good time in Atlanta two weeks ago when they were down there. And to me, it's so disappointing because so much time, so much effort has been put into this, the protocols. And for these guys to screw it up, it's the same with Lou Williams. It's like, dude, have some respect for baseball players. It's two months out of your life that you can't go to the bars, that you can't go to the nightclubs, that you just got to stay in the hotel after the games. And I think Rob Manford was trying to push home that point to these guys who the guys that are playing, they want to get paid. They want to be keep playing. Some people say this, and this is what Tony has to say. They should have just waited till next year to start this crap anyway, especially here in the U.S. We can't be trusted to do anything right. No. Uh, you agree with that, or uh, we were a little too ambitious to get things going this early? No, I mean, to me, what, I, what I've what i said all along is there's a 17-year-old, uh, you know, person working at the local supermarket making minimum wage if they can go out there and they can risk doing what they do if the waitresses can if the doctors can if the nurses can then there's no reason that base that professional athletes with the best medical care in the world can't return to sports as well and i'll also say this the guys that don't want to play don't have to some of them have opted out in college players will keep their scholarships if they don't want to play i have no problem if a guy decides that they don't want to play but this idea that we shouldn't be playing is preposterous are you surprised how many people have opted out in all the sports around was it more or less than you thought it was going to be actually i thought it i think it's a little bit more i didn't know so many people would opt out um or is it really a small amount 
I mean, I think it's pretty minuscule. I'm trying to think in basketball. So we had Avery Bradley. We had a couple right. guys from the Nets, but the Nets were they're they're like not going to make the playoffs anyway, and they're not going to win if they get there. Same with the Wizards. It feels like football. Really, outside of Avery Bradley, did anybody of consequence really opt out of the bubble? It wasn't very many people. Uh, football, yeah, we're seeing it. But again, the Patriots are in the middle of a rebuilding year. When Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, that's a different story. Uh, the one I will say that I'm curious about, by the way, Arnie, which we talked about earlier with J.P. Morosi, is baseball. As, right. as teams start to fade further from the playoff picture, and I know that a lot of teams are making the playoffs this year, but as teams continue to struggle, do, with 10 games left, does a player just say, you know what, we're probably not going to make the playoffs, I'm out. That's Well, how about if they say, how about instead of opting out, you just say, why don't you play, first of all, what are they, like 60-player uh, rosters now? Why don't you just play some of the youngsters if we're going to be 10 games out of first place or 10 games out of a playoff spot instead of playing me, you know? Yeah, yeah. well, that's true. I was going to say, yeah, that's actually a great point is you figure out a way to stay on the roster and keep getting paid and let yeah, somebody exactly. else play yeah. for you. Right, but right. I, I was going to say that from the team's perspective, I think the teams are going to soldier on, but I do think there's going to be some high-profile players. It's interesting because you asked JP about Mike, Mike Trout. I wouldn't be surprised if the Angels go on a three-game losing streak without him. If he just says, screw it. He was one that never seemed like he really wanted to be there anyway. If you remember before the season, he said, I don't feel safe. I, he, I w- it wouldn't shock me if he just decided now, not to play. Mike Trout said he's going to come back. Let me ask you this. If you're the Angels and you're off to like a 2-10 and or 2-12 start, do you call Mike Trout and say, you know what? Why don't you shut it down? Enjoy your new kid. Nothing's going to happen this year for us anyway. We'll start fresh next year. We don't need you getting sick or anything happened to you. Might as well shut it down. No, I can't. They wouldn't say that, huh? No, because I mean, you got to think about how many teams are actually going to qualify for the playoffs. Right. So there's so much more opportunity. And then you know how it is. Once you get into the playoffs, anybody can make a run. Um, And so I I don't think that happens. But I think, yeah, I mean, I think if there's eight games to go and they're eliminated, would I be surprised if they just sent him home? No, I wouldn't be. Well, there's there's going to be more people opting out, you think? I mean, are we going to see any big names opt out, or are we pretty much. Done with everything in the NFL about the, all the big names out there. Oh, no. I think there's going to be players that opt out eventually. Um, and I know that there's some limit and, you know, they were supposed to make the decision by now. But I just think the reality is, like, like you know, guys have kids. Guys are going home to their families. Now, I think it's actually safer in a lot of ways to play football because you're getting tested every day. But I do think there's going to be guys with young kids that just say, I'm not going to do it. But I think the vast majority of guys are going to play. And let's be honest, the reason the vast majority of guys are going to play is because most of them need the paycheck because most of them aren't going to be in the NFL for very long. I don't think hockey players uh, opted out too much. I don't think we heard too many of them saying, I'm going to go ahead and opt on out. Yeah, no, no, I mean, maybe I missed something, but none that I'm aware of. Yeah, I mean, so again, they they want their paycheck. I'm. Um, I thought football was going to be pretty good to go since it's a you know weekly thing, and you only play in sixteen. Well, now seventeen games this year. I thought the players would say, okay, you know, seventeen games, we'll get it in. No preseason games. Um, not too much uh, hard work at camp. This is going to be the perfect type year. You know, it is going to pretty uh, be a pretty easy year. Um, leading up to the first game, it's not going to be tough at all, you know? Well, that's what I was wondering is a couple guys cash a few checks in preseason and then say, you know what, I, I might just skip out. So we'll see. What are you, like fake an injury or something like that or what? <laughs> no, you just say, yeah, you know, I've been thinking about it and you know, I don't really feel safe here. So, Well, you're not going to get paid. You, you, you'll go ahead and get your 
You're That's a stipend. Get, yeah. get a few checks for, for training camp, and then you get out of there. Just a thought. Just a thought. We don't know, though. I would fake an injury and get my full paycheck. Why not do something like that? But don't you have to come in and rehab every day, though? So what? I'll rehab every day and still get my millions of dollars. Why don't you just play at that point? I thought the whole point was you're figuring out a way to not come in and not expose yourself to well, more people. You know, that's you could say you're rehabbing uh, at home too. Well, so here, I know what happened. We're we're well past your bedtime, Arnie. We're usually <laughs> off air 42 minutes ago. Wow, you're getting delirious. It's okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I got to get to my picks. We have NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball. This is the first time I'm going to be giving out my picks with a full slate of games going on. I'm excited about that. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports our Radio. All right, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. This segment brought to you by Geico. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. We're sitting in for Bernie Fratto straight out of Vegas. Boy, Bernie owes us. He better pay his bill. I want you to know that. I'm ready to go to Vegas when you are, man. You just tell me the day, the time, and uh, what kind of comps Bernie's getting us, and I'm there. Yeah, you say that all the time, but you never go. I never what? You don't have the guts to go to Vegas with me. It's, 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 you really You'd have be to be asleep by. You can't even make it to 11:40 uh, on a, <laughs> uh, when you're sober, and now you're gonna now you're gonna be Mister All Night, uh, you oh, know, till geez. 7 a.m. at the Gentlemen's Club with uh, Lou Williams or Gentlemen's Club. Easy there, Pepper Wing Boy. Uh, by the way, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, Jason Martin. He'll take you through the next three hours. Give me a little music, put me in the mood, and let me get to some picks. I feel good. Matter of fact, I want to pick all the games in the NBA for tomorrow because I want to see if I'm back on track. The Wizards and the Nets, that's just such a dog game. I mean, that's horrible, but... Um, both teams kind of given up, but the Nets, I'm going to lay too small price there. Give me the Nets. Love the Celtics, minus four and a half over the Trailblazers. The Celtics still have a lot to go for. Love Memphis. Love the Grizzlies, minus the four against the Spurs in that one. Does anybody care about the Magic and the Kings? Anybody taking that one? If we, I guess I got to take uh, the Orlando Magic, minus the two in that one. The Rockets won a miracle game in their first game. They'll play Milwaukee, who's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll take the Rockets in that one. I'll take all the points I can get. And the Mavericks, I'll lay the five-and-a-half against the Suns. All right, uh, let's get over to the NHL because just have a a few games that I'm going to take. Arnie Pucks, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I mean, hockey's the big thing, and that's the Bruins. Over the Flyers, Bruins going to come out red hot. I'm a little worried about Pasternak and where he stands, but I like them, and I like the Maple Leafs over the Blue Jackets. There you have my picks. Do with them as you please. Remember, they're no longer strictly for entertainment purposes only. Torres, from you, though, Major League Baseball going to be okay. What's your prediction on them uh, for the week going forward? I, I want to get some picks in here. Oh, go get some. All right, get Listen, some picks in here. I'm taking Brooklyn minus one and a half because Arnie says all the stars play in New York, and that's all that matters. So I Wow, like you're them. mocking me. Uh, I like Memphis because... Because John Moran is phenomenal. Uh, Orlando, Sacramento, I'm taking the under on a quarter before I fall asleep. Wow. And uh, in the NHL, I'm taking Vancouver as well as the Colorado Avalanche. Is Colorado Avalanche, are they, are they still like uh, 
winning they're the playing cup. They're playing the Blues. Do they win the cup every year? Like that was the last time I paid attention no, to No, they've hockey. become a lot better. Wow. Do they still have uh You were you were talking about how you were so happy to have sports back and now you say you're going to fall asleep after one quarter. No, I'm going to fall asleep of the the basketball game. I'm going to wake yeah. up just in time for Blues Avs cuz that's the game of the day. I like the Avs minus one and a half goals and to answer your question, baseball is going to be fine. They will continue to stay on the field uh and the San Diego Padres are going to win the World Series. The Padres? Best team in baseball right now, Arnie. Are you not paying attention? Not my Dodgers. Well, now that they're your Dodgers, they're screwed. Padres coming in at six, five and two right now. Right. No, they're five and three, excuse me. They did yeah, lose they last lost. night. Six and three, actually. Six the and three, yeah. They're Dodgers six- are six and three, and the Rockies are five and two. What a great divisional race. Eight games in. I got I got a Padres Yankees World Series like it's 1998 all over again. Kevin Brown is he walking through that door? I don't know. Stay tuned, Arnie. Um, give me a quick prediction on college football. Are we going to be okay, or is this going to be a big hot mess like I was starting to think it might be? I think it'll be a mess, but I also think that. Moving back to the middle to the end of September makes sense. Let the kids get back to campus. There is going to be an increase. We have to be okay with positive tests. The same with Major League Baseball. I know it's different because it's amateur athletes. The point being, by the time we get to the end of September, we're going to have this under control. SEC football is going to go down. And in a shocker, Alabama is going to win the SEC. How do you like wow. that? What a prediction, huh? We're, oh, I don't even think about making predictions at this point. By the way, NFL going to be okay? We're already to the point where we have no preseason games and nobody's worried about that. Yeah, no, I think the NFL is going to be fine. These guys need to play. Uh, most of them are not not making money like baseball or basketball players. They need to play. They will play. Uh, when a superstar backs out, then I'll be concerned. No disrespect to Marquise Lee, but that ain't it, man. Uh, Tony says Torres, think a genius would have to take a few naps during the day if we went to Vegas out there. You took a few naps during the show. You almost fell asleep last night. Wow. You know, I feel like we're just hitting our stride. I think the music got us both pepped up. I was handing out hockey picks. I want to do another hour. I know Jason Martin's coming up, but I'm I'm on fire right now. I will just take Jay Mart's first hour. Thanks to Eric Roberts. Uh, Is that who our producer was? Is it Eric Roberts? Great producer. I think I know him. I introduced myself to him uh, when I came into town. Uh, thanks to Chris running the board. Uh, Bobo before him. The Sager on the updates. B. Fenn also on the updates. Uh, thanks to Torres, who will uh, get Sunday Crushed off. It. Yep. Thanks to Bernie Fratto. Remember, I'm back on Sunday with my Sunday partner, Chris Plank. Same bad time, same bad channel, 8P to 11P Pacific. That's 11P to 2A Eastern. So make sure you tune in Sunday night. Myself, Chris Plank, as we wrap up the entire weekend stick around for jay mart jason martin coming up next right here on fox sports radio i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico now i'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it join me monday to friday to find out what's happening why and what it all means follow the global story from the bbc wherever you listen to podcasts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.